what? I don't give a fuck. I'm in vacation mode, so fuck all y'all. Fuck off. Fuck off you too. You know what? I got to start with this. Your fucking oh yeah is permeating the fucking Shining Wizards network. I was listening to Inconclusive Breakdown earlier. I must have heard about 75 oh yeahs. It's fucking amazing. We play Fortnite. Every other line is oh yeah. (laughs) Hey, I'm I'm glad I could give to the world. Oh, it's becoming the what of the network. It's amazing. That's tough. Let's hope it pans out better than that because what ruined wrestling? No, there's no way Oh Yeah is ruining anything, dude. Okay, it's good. way so, too good. Compared to something else. Compared to, like, the You Suck of Kurt Angle. Because that's good. Oh, yeah? <laughs> <laughs> the one chant ruined everything. <laughs> oh, yeah? The one is awful. This, please do not turn this into the Oh Yeah show. Turn, turn it into LA Nights Yeah if you're going to do something. That's good. That's good shit. Yeah! The exactly. fuck was that? That was Okada from the G1 press conference. Oh, yeah? <laughs> yeah turn, it, turn it into Okada's, yeah, yeah not LA Knight's, yeah. Yeah! Yeah, 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 yeah. I could, uh, you could have given me a ton of guesses. I would have not have guessed a, a press conference there. <laughs> oh, yeah, it was the G1 press conference where Gabe Kid got in his face. He's like, I'll beat the fucking shit out of you. I'm the fucking man. Okada's just fucking laughing at him. And then he turns to the crowd, and he's like, I'm the motherfucker that's going to win this thing. And Okada's like, yeah. <laughs> HK, you're, uh, whatever you're drinking out of, it looks like it has a couple of photographs on the side of it. What do we got there? That's just uh, that's, that's the cup. I, I always have this cup. Oh, okay. It's got all the, well, you know. Action. Yeah, it's got the, the Year of Duke and Rogue stuff on hey, there. It's got the Todd Spot stuff on there. You might be seeing a Wizard's Cup coming your way. We'll, we'll see. Ooh, a Wizard's Cup. That sounds delightful. Is that a uh, Diana's thing? Diana's thing. I don't understand. Oh. Was, I don't know either. It was a question. I sorry, there was no joke there. It was just a question. Oh, see, this, see, this is why I do the over the tops and you don't. <laughs> I wasn't trying to be funny. It was a, it was a pretty valid question. If a cup is Diana's thing, like is it the cup that she uses by her bedside table? Is it the cup you use by your bedside table? Yeah, like whose side of the bed is it on? Which nightstand is she is excited it on? for your trip to New Jersey? She probably my trip to New Jersey. Oh, you're talking to him, not me. I'm leaving, bro. I'm in vacation mode. You can fucking say trips and it's like a fucking beacon going off of my head, dude. Where in Florida are you going? Uh Orlando. Oh, are you going to Disney? Fuck yeah, dude. You got a fast pass? I had a few extra ducats. I figured let me give them to the mouse this year. Yeah, we gotta we gotta order all that shit when we get down there. It's not fast pass anymore, bro. It's genie plus. What I don't fucking care. I don't go on those rides anyway. I hold the bags and I people watch because I'm a pussy. Oh yeah. <laughs> I hold my I hold my bag too. <laughs> Not something to do at a fucking amusement park, Tony. <laughs> I grab my fucking bag. I mean it is Florida, so you never know what's gonna happen down there. Why what what could happen in Florida? It's Florida, bro. I love it's, Florida. That's it's Florida, bro. That's I hope you become the next Florida man. Why would you wish such a horrifying thing on me like that? Well, because you say, like, you're going to Florida. Like, it's like, oh, what's wrong with Florida? Everything's wrong with Florida. But what do you want me to get hooked on meth and start murdering my family members? Like, I don't I don't know what the context is. You're awful like mean you'd... tonight, bro. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> I feel like you'd be a little happier if you did that. Nobody does it like a thug. Wait, what is your, what is your shirt? Sell, sell out smothers? 
the hardest working man in the business. Well, good for you. I got my Von Eric shirt on tonight too. So. Oh, good. They're all dead. <laughs> Not all of them. Not all. <laughs> Not all of them. Enough. I, yeah, and and I don't. You know what? I don't know. I I don't know if I would put Ross and Marshall Marshall there. Why not, bro? They work Japan, just like the, just like their dad, just like their uncles. What about Lacey? I put her there. Ooh, I'd put Lacey everywhere. That's right. What? <laughs> Wait, isn't isn't Lacey uh, Kerry's kid? No idea. Uh, yeah, Lacey's yeah. not a Kevin Von Eric spawn. That's Kerry's spawn. No. Yeah, a vehicle. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Can Lacey you take Von me to the Eric? show, sweetie? She's the daughter of Kerry. She got both her feet too, so fellas. <laughs> she probably doesn't ride a motorcycle. <laughs> Lazy yeah, Von Eric doesn't ride no a motorcycle, doesn't own a gun. Smart. God bless her, everyone. <laughs> yeah, but she gotta be careful with that Tampax. TSS? <laughs> I know. Nothing? Hope. Really? Nothing, dude. Wow. All right, it's gonna be that kind of night. That was uh, actually that was one of the when I was young when I was starting a garage band. Uh, TSS was one of the names that we had uh, we had played a gig under. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Then we Did found out a little bit more about it. <laughs> I'm gonna have to Google what TSS is next. After she yeah. left uh, the WWE, you know, one of her first appearances was at the ECPW Arena in Lake Hiawatha. That Lacey Von Eric. Was she there for the Power Udi press conference? Yeah. Oh, you loved it. No, she was there for, uh, she was there for, doesn't say what she was there for. She was she accompanied probably... by Missy Hyatt, who, uh-oh, uh-oh, if you're not reading, Todd is God. Mine's packed for the carry, uh, it's carry on for the yeah. plane tomorrow. I started, I read the, the foreword and the intro and like three pages of the first chapter. So I'm, I'm almost done. Todd is God. You're fucking missing out. I'll tell you right now. Nothing like yeah. nothing like having Todd Gordon tell a story about catching the Sandman smashing Missy Hyatt in a cemetery. Yo, <laughs> yo, I'm banging a corpse oh. in the cemetery. Yo, no, that's just Missy Hyatt. <laughs> no, but she got hired. Todd, Gordon uh, I, I, I haven't gotten it yet. I, I want to read it. Don't spoil it. Right. <laughs> let, me, let me get there. Yeah, Todd is Claude. What are you doing? <laughs> I read the foreword in three pages. By the time he reads the book, it'll be fucking 2025. I just got it, I just got it last Thursday. <laughs> oh, yours came late, too? Mine came late, too. Holy fuck. All right, can we start the fucking show, please? <laughs> Jesus why, Christ. Why, why couldn't you just say toxic shock syndrome? Why do you have to say TSS? Because TSS is for it's one of those uh, IYKYK things. Yeah, but what... We're too old to be doing that shit. Come on, no, we're man. not. We gotta be. We gotta be youthful, bro. No, we don't stop. Hello, fellow teenagers. <laughs> there ain't no fucking teenagers watching this. I hope not. Is everybody in the club getting tipsy? <laughs> shots, 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 shots. 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 <laughs> hey, do we have a guest tonight? We kind of put that out there last week. No, we didn't. We put it out there when the show went off the air. No, you said we might have a guest next week before we went off the air. Yeah, we don't have a guest this week because the cat, cat trips to the vets are fucking expensive, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> My little cat. 
Well, Trixie's got a polyp in her nose, and she sounds like a warthog. So I got we got to take her Saturday to get surgery. Why would you get that fixed? Because she's very uncomfortable, and she does not sound good. Yeah, but that'd be awesome having a cat going around the house going. No, it does. She's very uncomfortable. She no, it's not awesome. What's wrong with you? I don't know. What's wrong with you? You're worried about what cup my mother has at the side of her bed. <laughs> like, where are we going tonight? I, I'm not, I wasn't worried. I was just asking. Well, There's no worry here. Curious. I like to be a curious Carl. Carl. Curious Carl. Curious Carl. Carl. <laughs> can, we, can we start the show, please? Yes. The show has started. You wouldn't no, do the no. intro. Yeah, right, we yeah. got so much fun and excitement <laughs> lined up for you guys tonight. Adrian Street's dead. <laughs> I'm trying to use the phone. <laughs> Heard any good story. jokes lately? <laughs> I'm dead. <laughs> <laughs> Want to see my pud? <laughs> the word of today is corpse. <laughs> <laughs> Pee-wee's dead. Exotic Adrian Street is dead. XPW should be dead. And it's all here next. Episode 648, The Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Let me see them boys with them titties, son! The following is a presentation of The Shining Wizards Network, broadcasting live in high-definition video and available on all podcasting and streaming platforms. Follow us on social media at Wizards Podcast. Check out our merchandise at merch.shiningwizards.com. Do your Amazon shopping at Amazon.ShiningWizards.com and become a Patreon supporter at Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. And now, it's time for the Shining Wizards. You're watching the Shining Wizard. You're watching the Shining Wizard. Wrestling Podcast. Wrestling Podcast. Mwah. Mwah. Tuned in live to episode 648 of the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Coming to you live on social media and going with you wherever we go. Because we are on all of the streaming and podcasting platforms that you know and love. I checked before the show. We're not the Von Erics. We got all our feet. So it's time to get in some wrestling talk. And talk about wrestling. Tony. <laughs> Handsome Kevin. KJ. God, that music dropped at the perfect time for your intro, bro. 
Beautiful. Mwah, chef's kiss. That's right. It's like the Adam Cole boom, baby. I know Fuck what I'm doing. yeah. Fuck yeah. You deserve it, bro. Thank you. you. absolutely deserve it. Thank you. I, that means a lot to me coming from you. You know what I deserve? I deserve less abuse. I feel like everybody's been picking on Tony tonight. I don't know. I'm in a good mood. You can't dampen my spirits, though. I'm That's here. Right. I'm, I'm ready to go away. I was about to say, because what mode are you in? I'm in vacation mode. It's gonna... time. It's time. It's vacation. I can't fucking do it. Vacation time. I was going to start like a list of how many times you said vacation mode on the show. Oh, it's already way past. Yeah, it's at <laughs> least like four already. Uh, you know what people don't get to see? They don't get to see us dancing along with the wolf team for the intro. We got to figure out, you know what? We should leave ourselves up one week while everybody's dancing in the intro to see us dancing as well. You I know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. Wow. What, what are, what are, <laughs> where did you come from, Cotton Eye Joe? What, uh, <laughs> what's going to happen with next week's intro, Tony? What's going to happen? <laughs> it's going to be, it's going to be Kate dancing. <laughs> Oh, don't start with the Kate stuff again, bro. <laughs> What's wrong with you? <laughs> People are going to start to think you got a thing for Kate. Uh, oh. oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a thing for Kate, you say. Yeah. Somebody write that down. A thing for Kate is the yeah. name of tonight's episode. <laughs> if the parts fit. That's <laughs> Hey, are we going to Wizards Court tonight? Oh, we yeah. are going to Wizards Court tonight. But a couple weeks ago, you were talking about them hitters. Now you're saying Kate's going to be dancing. Like, you got to slow down, bro. Well, you asked me what's going to happen next week. I'm just, you know, pontificating and throwing some ideas out there. Hmm. You couldn't picture Kate doing, yo, yo, ho, yo, yo, ho. Every day. <laughs> no, I can't. I, can't. <laughs> I don't want to sound. This is. I'm just gonna say because it, it's oh. just gonna come out the way it's gonna come out. No, no, don't say. I that. can't tell who says the intro to that video. Well, they're far away. It's tough to tell who's like. It is tough to tell because it's not like a close up. Other than when they yeah, the but when the, then they all say "Shining Wizards," you can see almost all of their mouths move. But yeah, I want to know who's the guy. It's tough. It's kind of it, it's just, you assume it's one of the front guys, but there's no, still, no. Still it's somebody. Away. It's somebody off camera. They have somebody off oh. camera doing that. Oh, you yeah. ruin it for me. Well, you, now you know, and no one's half the battle. Why would you ask the question if you didn't want to know the answer? Good point. Because I don't feel like the the Russian ladies, they did it on camera. No, no, they didn't. They had somebody really? reading to them, too. Katsuks, man. Fuck yeah. The only guy the only guy that knew what to say was the uh, the lead guy from Bangladesh. You are watching Shiny Wizard. <laughs> oh, yeah. They had editing. Uh, they had, like, fade-outs and shit. Like, they like they went the extra mile in Bangladesh. I mean, what else is there to do in Bangladesh? You go the extra mile. Fuck yeah, dude! All right, so you're in vacation mode. We're not going to see you for like ten days. Uh, Shiny Wizards, Kevin KJG, how you doing over there? Oh, doing good, sorry. man. Doing good, hanging in there. Uh, boring weekend, nothing going on. Just chilled, watched a whole lot of wrestling, and that's uh, that's pretty much it, man. But doing good. Doing HK, good. how's things in your neck of the woods? Fantastic, man. Had a uh, had a very successful show this uh, this past Saturday. Got a lot of wrestling watching in and uh, yeah, feeling good, man. How how are you, Double T? Uh, not too shabby. You know, busy week, busy week at work. But uh, all things considered, I'm here. I heard 
from a little bird that you were on the mean streets of North Arlington slinging pies this past weekend. Was I ever? <laughs> you didn't sound too enthused when you told me about it either. I wasn't because it was fucking awful. Did they have a? Did they at least have a crowd? I mean, people show up. It's it's all these. I don't know what's worse: car people who go, people who have cars that go to car shows, or people who go to see cover bands and dress like they're actually going to see the band they're going to see. The what do you? What I right, dealt with mean? all of that yesterday. Okay, so what do you mean by dressing like the band? They're so, guys? like, I had to, after I spent five hours in the mean streets of North Arlington, ready to poke my fucking eyes out with asshole DJ Nick and the car show. Um, oh, DJ Nick was there. He fucking sucks a bag of dicks. <laughs> Whole bag of fucking dick. DJ, look, with all due respect, North Arlington is fucking <laughs> Guinea Central. It's the fucking worst. All these assholes and their fucking guinea tees and they're fuck tucked into their shorts, their fucking socks pulled up to their knees, walking around at the car show. We're at the car show. You do pizza by the slice. Bro, oh, my cousin, God. Great pie. Get away from my truck. Fucking DJ Nick. Hey, everybody, make sure you stay hydrated out there today. This one's going out to the PBA. This is from uh, Little Richie. He was in the armed forces in 1968. Here's fucking La Bamba or some doofy shit. I don't Little Richie in the Armed Forces wanted to hear La Bamba. For fucking yeah. five hours. Then I had to drive to Livingston. I had to deal with In front of 500 Italian people. I wish there were fucking 500 people there. Then I had to drive to Livingston with all those lemons. And I got to do the fucking B Street Band concert. All these fucking assholes. I saw Bruce at the Stone Pony in 1973. <laughs> I was on the Born to Run tour. I hope a fucking car hits you right now, jumps the curb, and runs you over. It's not a pissing contest. It's a fucking cover band, you fucking toolboxes. And I fucking hate Bruce Springsteen. It was like the double kiss of death yesterday. Wow. You don't say. We're going to sing a song about New Jersey. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> it does sound pretty fucking awful. I, it, it was awful. Yeah. Uh, oh, you have a stone pony shirt on. I have a stone pony shirt on. And then all the fucking old Jewish people. Every single one of them. Every single one of them had to read the sign. Cash only. No slices. Every single one. <laughs> Burned into my brain. Wow. <laughs> I was like, is everyone going to read the sign out loud? Cash only. No slices. <laughs> Fucking get away from me. Leave me alone. <laughs> Watch this fucking shitty cover band. But I'm doing okay. Well, that's good to hear. Any other segment of the population in the world that you want to bury before we move on? <laughs> I was waiting for that. <laughs> uh, no, we're pretty good. Oh, I had a. Uh, I came home uh, oh, a little fire pit action last night. It was a. There was a surprise visitor. He used to have. He used to be part of the Shining Wizards Network. Independent wrestler Grandmaster B was at my house. Oh. So that was pretty cool to catch up with him. He was up for. Uh, for. Um, what's his car show? No, Nick Nick Maddox has Pat Nick Maddox. Yeah, the Strangler. the Strangler. He passed last year, and I guess he was big into the Renaissance Fair scene. So they. Oh, was gonna, he ever? That whole crew. So he's oh. getting honored this this August. Like it's That's a pretty big cool. Deal. That's pretty so, cool. So Anthony was up for that. So that was a nice surprise. How's he? Do? He's doing okay. 
Yeah, he's good. He's married. He's living in Florida. Do go for himself. Oh, you can see him. Because he's up here now. He's just visiting. He's not staying. What do you want? But um, like who? You like he just like kind of left us oh, off there. I don't, what do you want? I don't, he stay. I don't know. He's he's not living here now. He stays. He's here visiting. What? Vacation mode. <laughs> yeah, really. What the fuck? This feels like we're wait, all wait, on wait. a different page here. What are you doing? VM vacation mode right there, bitches. Yeah. V right. V VM not motor vehicle vacation mode. TV. Not motor vehicle. VM. There you go. Look at that. Okay, wait, can you do... We used to be able to do blood with our fingers, like when we thought we were cool, like, oh, the blood's in the crypts. You don't remember that shit? Never. Yeah, you could did do you like, think you were cool? Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> this is the shit. This is what I dealt with yesterday in North Arlington. People who thought they were cool. They're fucking dumb car show. Wow. Any nice cars? Oh, fucking hell. Fuck. I was in a, the fu fucking lot next to it, next to the fucking brisket guy in the donut truck did now do you trade food with the other food trucks and be like yo let me get a pie we'll trade for like a brisket or something you can but i won't eat off of very many trucks because i don't trust anybody else makes sense the guy who shits his pants and drives <laughs> the truck back to the fucking home base won't eat anybody else's pizza i didn't say i won't eat anybody else's pizza i said well, i won't eat off of food. Trucks. there you go Look, hey, I was not far. I threw my underwears out. And right, I we, we heard that. We know the story. It's all right. Okay, well, you fucking bring it up. I just find it ironic that you have problems and standards with other food trucks. I do, dude. If you don't know, Tony, you don't know half food truck game, buddy. Ninety-five percent of them just buy all that shit at Restaurant Depot. Like you're like, oh, these fucking rice balls are amazing. Guess what? You chode. You can go to the Restaurant Depot and buy a fucking case of them for probably. I don't know, ten dollars more than what you paid for them. There, no one makes anything fresh, bro. You just gave bro. me an idea. What if we all pulled up to the big barbecue bash at the end of August and we each run food trucks out of the back of our cars? I'm not gonna have my car there, Tony. I'll, I'll hook you up. Thanks, thanks, babe. I appreciate that. What, what would you be interested in selling? What's what's uh, handsome Kevin selling at Matt's Barbecue? I'm selling weens. No, you got to be selling one of them shitty side dishes that you love so much. Like fucking fruit salad or whatever the hell it was on that list. Sun chip. Sun chip galore. Sun chips. <laughs> fucking $6 a bag. That's, that's a pretty good profit margin. Sun chips and sauerkraut. Fox sauerkraut. <laughs> oh, excuse me. Yeah, take it easy. No, that's a terrible idea. Vacation mode Tony has shitty ideas. Vacation mode Tony don't give a fuck. <laughs> Are you going to go to Star Wars land, you fucking nerd? Fuck yeah, dude. We're building BB units while we're there. You're such a fucking chode. That's fucking fuck, awesome. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm going to bring it back to my office. I'm going to fucking send my BB down the hall to fuck with people. It's going to be amazing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Stop it! Raw pink meat. My wife said that the other day when <laughs> driving, and she was like, uh, she was talking about colors of uh, she has macrame, so she orders different colors, and one of them is actually meat pink. And that's one of the and she's like, yeah, meat pink. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. Is it brown? 
Some of them are brown, yeah. Are you going to come on us, Magnum? <laughs> yeah! <laughs> oh, yeah? <laughs> the summer's almost over. I'll have time to add more uh, sound. God damn. God damn. All right. Have we all, are we all caught up with the nonsense and the bullshit? Yes. Yeah. What is um, what is vacation mode over the top going to look like? I don't know. Do we want to get into it? Oh boy, do you! On Monday Night Raw, Becky Lynch defeats Zoe Stark. Dominic Mysterio defeats Sami Zayn. Bronson Reed defeats Tommaso Ciampa. Damian Priest defeats Apollo Crews and Drew McIntyre defeat Ludwig Kaiser. On SmackDown, Santos Escobar defeats Rey Mysterio by referee's decision. LA Knight defeats Ashante Adonis. Bianca Belair and Charlotte Flair defeat Chelsea Green and Sonya Deville. Karrion Cross defeats Carl Anderson and Jay Uso defeats Grayson Waller. NXT Great American Bash, Dra- Dragon Lee, Nathan Frazier, Valentina Faraz, and Ulisa, Ulisa, Leon defeat the Metaphor. Uh, NXT t- Tag Team Title Match, The Family defeats Gallus. Still kicking myself about that pick. Uh, Roxanne Perez defeats uh, Blair Davenport, a weapons wild match. Baron Corbin defeats Gable, or Baron Corbin, Gable Stevenson, ending a double countout. Uh, Dominic Mysterio retains the American title, defeating Mustafa Ali and Wesley. Uh, WWE NXT women's title match, Tiffany Stratton defeated Mia Hale. And Andrew Chase threw in the towel, and for the WWE NXT title, Carmelo Hayes defeated Ilya Dragunov. Tony, take me over the top. Swedish wasn't the official language of Sweden until 2009. I guess they just sort of forgot with spending all their time reading instructions for shitty furniture and everything. <laughs> Hopefully they'll get better. <laughs> I mean, it's an Ikea joke. You can only go up from there, right? Vacation mode. Wait, wait, wait. Vacation mode, people. Hey, oh. Over on AEW Dynamite, the AEW International title was successfully defended. Arch Cassidy defeated AR Fox. Pac defeated Gravity. <laughs> wait, I thought it was the man Gravity forgot. Yeah, that's why Pac beat him, bro. Fuck yeah. Uh, Swerve Strickland defeated Dobby. Dr. Britt Baker, DMD, defeated Taya Valkyrie. And the Lucha Brothers, Ray Phoenix and Penta L Zero Mieda, defeated the Blackpool Combat Club and Best Friends in a three-way dance. Over on Rampage, it was a tag team battle royal won by Big Bill and Brian Cage. The Kingdom defeated Hayden, Backlund, and Hung Mal... What the fuck? Hung Malung? Hung Mung Jali. That's, yes. that's got to be made up. Is that made up? It's is that humongously? Humonga. No. Humonga Jolly. Huge humongous. Commander defeated Kip Sabin and Hikaru Shida defeated Nyla Rose over on Collision. Ladder match for Andrade Alidolo's mask. Uh, Andrade Alidolo defeated Buddy Matthews. Dobby mm-hmm. Allen defeated Minoru Suzuki in a non-title match. Samoa Joe beat Gravity. 
Gravity's getting around. Bullet Club Gold, Austin Gunn, Colton Gunn, and Juice Robinson defeated Action Andretti, Darius Martin, and El Hijo del Vikingo. Mercedes Martinez defeated Kira Hogan. In your AEW World Tag Team title match, FTR defeated the team of Adam Cole and MJF. Tony, take it over the top. Here's a good one. Marty Skrull has more Meltzer-rated five-star matches than Kurt Angle. Oh, it's true. April 1st, 2018, April Fool, Will Ospreay versus Marty Skrull, New Japan Pro Wrestling Sakura Genesis. Nice. Yeah. Oh, wow. Look at that. That has a big impact on me. And speaking of impact, why don't we head on over <laughs> to Impact Wrestling where Danny Luna of Subculture and Trinity, your Impact World Women's Champion, defeat the Coven, Kylian King and Taylor Wilde. In a loser leaves Impact Wrestling match, Johnny Swinger pulls the wool over Zicky Dice's eyes and forces Zicky Dice out of Impact Wrestling once and for all. Eric Young defeats Nick Aldis. Giselle Shaw defeats Masha Slamovich, one half of your Impact Women's Tag Team Champions. The Time Splitters, Alex Shelley and Kushida, uh, the sons of a guns, defeat Brian <laughs> Myers and Moose, uh, sons of bitches. Mm. And... Uh, Darren, Darren McCarty of NHL Lore and Tommy Dreamer defeat Champagne Singh and Shira. Tony, ooh, what an impact. Now give me what an over-the-top. For centuries, it was thought that violent sneezing after sex would expel semen from the vagina. Men could always tell which women were active as the sneezing was a dead giveaway of the coochie flu. <laughs> the coochie flu. <laughs> Uh, wait, wait, wait! No, that doesn't make any sense, right? Okay, so the the lore is after sex you would sneeze and it would release stuff from your vagina. How would the men know though? Like if you're eating some gruel and uh, there's a woman sitting there and she just sneezes, are you instantly assuming that she just got smashed? Yeah, it's violent sneezing. What's a but, violent? I I scream sneeze all the time. That doesn't mean I just got smashed. Or does it? <laughs> no, I've done it on the show. I mean, I don't go anywhere for two hours. You, you all can't, look you can't see below your waist. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we don't know if your fucking dick and balls are hanging out right yeah. now. You could be sitting you on Grand Master B. When you put my foot, the screen back up and you make fun of me, you chode. <laughs> Take it easy with your fucking dick and balls. Carnage defeats Jax, Dane, Knox, and Murdoch. <laughs> defeat Russ Jones and Schaff. Blake Troop beats Mims by referee's decision. Jordan Clearwater and Odinson defeat the country gentlemen. And in an NWA World Junior Heavyweight title match, Kerry Morton defeats Matt Vine Tony. Over the top, me bad. Wow, that was a short one tonight. Mush mustache shields, easy for me to say, were a thing in the Victorian era. Given the odd choices for birth control, it's easy to understand why. Tony <laughs> <laughs> just got smashed. <laughs> what, is, uh, what is a must? Two questions. What? When was the Victorian age? Yeah, late 1800s, early 1900s. And what do you think a mustache shield was? It's just something to cover your mustache. Yeah, but what was it, like a piece of paper, a piece of cardboard, a carrot? What are you putting over your mustache? Well, if you want to keep the fucking coochie flu off your face, you would hope it'd be something that's not permeable. You think they were doing that in the 1800s? Oh, yeah. Fucking mustache rides? 
Over on MLW Fusion, <laughs> Ricky Shane Page defeats Matthew Justice. Boy, if there was ever a wrestling name ever. Matthew Justice loses to Ricky Shane Page. Mr. Thomas with O'Shea Edwards defeats Jay Bougie. Bougie? Bougie. Okay. Opera Cup t- 2023 first round match. Trace Williams defeats Tony Deppin. And in an MLW world title match, Microman de- No way. <laughs> No way. I, don't, I refuse to read this. <laughs> Microman defeats Alex Kane to become the new MLW champion. Title change. That's got to be Brendan taking liberties. No fucking really happened. Is that a rib? It's got to be. Dude, there's no fucking shot they'd put that title on that little shit. Well, you never know. I'm looking for the results right now, Brendan, you <laughs> shitbag. You <laughs> also left off the fucking Ring of Honor results. Who gives a shit? It's Ring of Honor. It's a fallout from fucking... Uh... He was all excited because Microman won the championship. Can you Brandon blame him? Shit. All right. Well, Tony, while Matt looks that up, why don't you do me a favor and uh, take us over the top of the new champ? Will do. Half the population of India, around 564 million people, did not yet use a toilet. I've had Indian food. If I had to compete with half a billion people for a toilet, I'd do without as well. (laughs) All right. You just go on the train tracks like they do there. Fuck yeah, dude. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Let's see. Yahoo has it. Take me to Yahoo. Yahoo! Oh, story continues. What? Who writes this? How far did How far did KJG get? He just said Microman. Bro, I, got <laughs> he just far. I thought that was a real thing, too. I finished it. I finished it. <laughs> I don't know. It could be real. It's MLW. That could be real. It's not. Brendan Haney thinks he's funny today. Uh, oh, he was Landon. funny. He got you both, dude. That was well, great. That's, that's fine. But like getting me doesn't do anything because I don't have this extreme vitriol for Microman. It's like... I do. So, like, Matt didn't read it. I read it. No, but it got you. It was funny. Like, you stopped in your tracks. Yeah, but I wasn't a, I wasn't mad about it. Like, Matt's, Matt's upset if that was – Matt would oh. be really upset if that was Yeah, great. but your reaction going, no way. All right, that's fair. That's fair. Uh, All XP, right. XPW from Newark, New Jersey. I hope you die. <laughs> I swear I didn't make that name up, says Brendan. Four-way death match. Danny Moff defeats Hardcore Hillbilly. Mr. Fantastic and Tarzan Duran in a four-way death match. The Green Phantom and Sexy Eddie beat Madman Pondo and Shadow WX in a death match. Lou Nixon defeats Eric Dillinger. The XPW Women's Title match. Lou Dark, Shatan, and Tessa Blanchard. They go to a draw. The XPW King of the Death Match title. Razor Blade board crucifixion match Schlack defeats the body <laughs> open challenge tight Kelly Vag defeats loose lips Laura Muff and snitch the virgin snitch the virgin <laughs> snatch the, the virgin <laughs> snatch the virgin excuse me in a death match arrow boy defeats lucky 13 and your main event, XPW World Heavyweight Champion Alex Cologne defeats Mega Butcher. 
goddamn Newark, New Jersey. Tony, take me over the top, please. I, I do I do like that Matt is like, and Kevin get all nervous about Microman, but like loose vag or whatever the fuck that match was. They read that like no big thing, right? Who Holy reads that shit. like no big thing? You think, I'm, I'm not reading anything that says that. Matt did. <laughs> Open challenge, man. He's talking about no big thing. I thought it was tight, twisted. Tight Kelly, Vag, loose yeah. lip floor, left and yeah. snatch the virgin. Come yeah, on. Yeah, loose lips, tight, and Vag. Come on, dude. <laughs> that one you don't question? All, all original. I stop listening when he's talk, when XPW comes up. I, I tune out. Oh, boy. I got an XPW that's, that's report in show, a minute. Danny Moff. Anyway. Moff is, is the exception. Soda fountain workers were called soda jerks. This was because of the jerking motion used to pump soda water. I do find it odd that wrestling fans aren't called, say, fat jerks or gross jerks or smelly jerks for that matter. But I'll still call them what they are. Fucking losers! And that was your vacation mode version of Over the Top. Well done, sir. Thank you, sir. Well done all around. Give yourselves, a, give yourselves a round of applause. Come on, people. Come on, people. Bring it in. Bring it in. There we go. There we go. Thank you, us. I watched some of that XPW pay-per-view. Yeah, I asked you not to. Like, I specifically asked you not to. And I did. I mean, it was 50-50. I didn't finish watching it, but I started watching. I almost finished the, uh, the Tessa Blanchard and... Uh, Women's champ. Oh God! What the hell? I Maduna. I don't know what her fucking name was. Loose Vag. That was it. Loose Vag. Uh, it was actually it was actually a decent enough match. Um, Ludark. That's it. Ludark Shatan. There you go. Um, the 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 King of the Death Match fucking championship was complete dog shit, dude. Complete. Dog. Schlack literally just fucking kept breaking light tubes over this kid. The kid had one hope spot where he got a superplex onto that razor blade board and he fucking threw up seven different times while he was trying to set something else up and Schlack just fucking slammed him on a chair with light tubes on it and pinned him. He threw up? He threw up like seven different times. What are you, um, you're, you're a pretty good big expert on the professional wrestling industry. How is the house looking? Maybe 50. It's oh! Hard to, it's hard to tell because it was fan cam. So, like, they were like, yeah, it was across the ring. For, it was bootleg shit, bro. It's It was across the ring from the entrance. Oh, it's, I, I put the link in the Discord. You can find all the matches on there if you're really interested. Join the Discord, people. You'll learn a lot. Uh, <laughs> it's in the everything else because I didn't know where else to post the fucking thing. That's a good idea, Tony. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me. It was bad, dude. Like, the guy got his hope spot. He was trying to set shit up. He was just like, blah, blah, blah. The cheers were fucking terrible. Um, yeah, maybe 50 people that I could tell. If that, there were more people up in the rafters. There weren't There weren't a lot of people there. It was, and this match was fucking, it was like five minutes. It was not good. Not good at Bro, all. What no, is, like, where are they and then after Schlack won, the dude just let him get put on a fucking cross, and they stood the cross up. He stood the cross up in the middle of the wing, then he had to walk the cross back to the corner for it to stay Oh, yeah, up. I just watched him throw up. Dude, it was like seven or eight times. It's what fucking horrifying. Fuck? Yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> what is this? He's throwing up in the ring. Yep. What the fuck is this? And this wasn't even the final match. So not only do you have to wrestle on fucking broken glass and maybe razor blades, but now you get to roll around in this fucking guy's vomit. 
I can't believe not watch the Abdullah the Butcher Dark Side of the Ring. It's fucking horrifying, dude. Pay to watch this, and I can't believe people agree to work there. Well, fucking the body, he's gonna be a name someday, dude. Is he? No. On what fucking some anorexic or anonymous show where he's fucking throwing up in the closet? And I tell you this much, that Ludark chick, she's okay. Tessa, you could fucking tell she's a star. She knows how to work. It's unfortunate that she's not anywhere else, dude. It's bad. Oh, you know, don't be a Even, fucking piece of shit. Well, I mean, everybody has a chance to make amends, right? You know, help, help. That, listen. You know what? That is a fair, Tony, it's a fair point, And I wanted to bring that up. Thank you for bringing that up. And you also talk. Uh, do you want to finish your thought before I bring this up? Because it's definitely going to change the conversation. Sure, because like Tessa, even taking her bumps, like when like when when the chick when Ludark hooked her leg, like she went right down and she like looked like she got hurt. She was laying shit in, she was reversing shit. Like she looks like a fucking wrestler. She acts like a wrestler. She bumps like a wrestler. It's a shame, man. That's all I got for XPW. I'm not gonna watch the rest of it, but I had to see a little bit of it. Let's get back to your point. So, I follow Marty Skrull on on Instagram, and he has a new podcast, a wrestling podcast. When 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 is the when is it okay? Like, I would love to have Marty Skrull on this podcast. I listen. I get. See, Marty Skrull is a different situation. I get that people are kind of like, eh. We never did get the full story, but from the facts that we have. It's just icky to me. It's it's icky, but was it wrong? Would I have done it? No. Yeah. I, you know what I'm saying? There's a difference between illegal and wrong. It may not have been illegal, but it's wrong. Like, and did he real? And did he really know? You know what I'm saying? Ignorance is no excuse. I mean, and this is just my opinion. That's all. That's all I'm saying. So. I mean, fair, but you're in a bar somebody's there drinking you're assuming they're of legal age you know what i'm saying like where does the pro like like where does that line come in no i get i get it like i understand that that point when you're having a conversation about it but when you're having the conversation like in like and again i know i just said that it, it, it was legal but when you're basically essentially talking legalese like not asking like not knowing that she wasn't 21 or 18 or whatever the fuck it is it just doesn't it doesn't fly like so to me so like we, we started this conversation with Tessa Blanchard from all, for all I know, Tessa Blanchard was just like a piece of shit, bully, whatever this and that. So like, to me, if she shows contrition and she shows that she's changed and a willingness to change to me, she would deserve a second chance. If, if all she did was be a bully and a piece of shit, or I, I don't know what the extent of what she did was, but like what Marty Skrull did to me is just too icky and too, like too weird for me to ever like want to give, a second look at it should that again per, to each their own that's just me but i mean compared to other people that we've even had on the show i think the marty scroll situation is just a little bit different you know i get where you're coming from kjg i completely understand but i'm not so quick to to dump marty into those other buckets either you know what i'm saying well, without without naming names i'm not exactly sure who you're talking about um uh, well, without oh, I mean people that that have gotten second chances, I'm saying. Oh, second chances. I mean, if we're talking about people that have absolutely got canceled, I'm not necessarily throwing Marty in in that bucket. Oh no, I'm that's just, what I'm talking about. I wasn't. Uh, I wasn't talking about second chance. He's close. People. He's a lot closer to that bucket than a second chance bucket. 
Okay, and that's fair enough. I look the the accusations that were were put against him do not make him look good. Right. No. By any stretch of the imagination. So, and I'm not like oh, like he should be forgiven for that. Like definitely not. But also, like I bet you we know a lot a lot of people in our lives who are a lot more, more a lot a lot more Marty Skrull than than we'd like to admit. Oh, probably. Yeah, I'd say that's the case. Right, so he gets lumped in in the speaking out. And again, if what if what he did is true, it's disgusting. But what did he really do that was wrong? Like that's, I mean, I don't want to rehash old stories, but to me, everything that I've read, it was just probably a gross decision at worst, which yeah. doesn't make it right. I mean, taking out your dick and asking an underage drunk girl to suck it is but, probably not the best idea. But was she underage? Did he know she was underage? Like, what was the situation they were in uh, a place where you can assume somebody that was there would be underage? And you don't know. I mean, it's the was, business was, was it a flirty thing? Like, hey, 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 it ain't going to suck itself. Not, not from her account. It was not a flirty All right, thing. And, th- and that's fair enough. I mean... Trying to make light of it, but that, that's no. But that's am a I, like, when is like clearly what he did is disgusting, right? But but Hans, I think Hansel Kevin said it best a couple weeks ago. When we talked about Rick Steiner. You can't, you can't, you can't come at something that with hate. Like hate doesn't fix hate, right? So like, is he a changed person? I don't know, but like I would. I would take a shot just to fucking talk to him. I'm sure there'd be blowback. I'm sure there'd be people who wouldn't listen to our show because, you know, I get that vibe from the Discord that there's people who are, like, very much. Yeah, and, and, them, right? and I get it. And Maybe. I, I don't know. Like, I'm tor- like, I would love to talk to Marty Skrull. I think he's got a fucking story to tell. Would you talk to Tessa Blanchard? Yes. Yeah, I would too. But I think Tessa Blanchard's situation is a little bit different than Marty's situation. Well, yeah, you can't go on tour and be a racist piece of shit to your coworkers. Well, I mean, we are. Yes. Yeah, but we're talking about the wrestling business. How many guys that have come through the business through the years, varying degrees of success, have been pieces of shit? You know what I'm saying? Look, there's pieces of shit in everybody's job in in, in this fucking room. That doesn't mean they're not entitled to work and ply their trade and do their thing. They're just pieces of shit. You're not wrong. I just, I, I don't know. I, like what? Like, look, there's things like, like, rude boy Riley. Like, never. Like, that's just like, you have p- pictures of children on your phone. Like, that's yeah. disgusting. Yeah, that's gross. If you're not rotting in jail, you deserve to rot in jail. Um, but then what about all these other guys? Yeah, like what about all these other guys that like, you know, accusations of like ex-girlfriends and, you know. It's 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 so it's tough, man. It's tough. It's so tough because there's like the Enzo thing, right? He was like this this it ended up being a farce. Like this lady went out and accused him of a bunch of shit. He lost his dream job. Yeah. And then it all comes out later like she was just like telling fucking lies. Yeah. But I mean, then you're getting into the whole Me Too movement and 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 whatever, and like I've said, should you believe everything that somebody says when they come forward? Probably not at first, but that doesn't mean you shouldn't take the accusations seriously. 
Should somebody lose a job over an accusation? No. Should you spend the time and the energy to look into it to see what the story is? Of course. But everybody got caught up in the whirlwind. And if your name even got breathed near a sentence with somebody else, the hammer came down. And I don't think that was fair to anybody, male, female, whatever. It's unfortunate. Uh, Lisa drops a couple of things here in the uh, the, the chat. I want to point out. It says uh, Tessa's always been nice to her. Can't say anything bad. Also says, where is it? Come on. Yeah, that, was it. that was it. But, but that still doesn't make it. I, I don't buy that. Doesn't hold water to me. Different countries have different laws when it comes to age. Right. That's what I said. It's, it might not have been illegal, but it was it was icky as shit. And then where is it? April Bob. Don't think Marty Dev Lawrence having his life root. Agreed. Oh Jesus all- Christ, April Bob. Maybe she sneezed violently and he got the wrong idea. <laughs> well call back, Kyle, my man. Well played. Oh, man. I don't like I was because I was like I think I put something in the Discord about Hulk Hogan was on Theo Vaughn's podcast. Yeah. This past weekend and someone was like, oh, I fucking can't stand Hulk and I'm like, all right, whatever, like I get it, but do you not and I didn't get into it because it's been a busy week for me, but I'm always curious like is it because he's dropping M-bombs? Uh, is it because he's... I, I don't know. Like I, I, I don't know. I'm but having I mean, a hard he, time. That's the thing. Like, Was he dropping N-bombs? Like, I mean, he got caught he, saying it, so yeah. He used a racial he's slur during, during pillow talk. That doesn't mean he's an awful person. It just means he fucking said an awful thing, you know? He, I mean, is that pillow talk? Talking about you don't want a black guy with your daughter? I mean, if he's trying to impress this woman that he's trying to, you know... Make sneeze. <laughs> you got that know, coochie like, flu, do you, brother? We talked about it a couple weeks ago with Rick Steiner, and it's like they the WrestleCon finally like they changed their tune on him. Yeah, but you also made the point too. He was the guy sticking fucking sharpies up people's assholes. Right, but my like when is when is that like? I, I think there's there's things that are reprehensible, and people shouldn't be like you're out. But like the the fucking kid who's always with Teddy Hart, who's on a fucking a pedophile, Jason Reigns, what's his fucking name? He's yeah, yeah. School. Like I can't believe people still work for him. I know like Marty. Well, didn't didn't to... Kenny Omega rent his ring for that Sting and Darby shit that they did during the pandemic? Oh, did he? Yeah, that that's where that whole thing came down too. Where Kenny's like, I don't work with the guy. I just rented his ring. <laughs> yeah, that was a thing. That was a while ago. Yeah, I just I don't know like somewhere there's a line and then there's like people who are like below the line and those people shouldn't shouldn't be allowed to get a second chance. And it's like kid touchers and people that fuck kid like like shit like that. I just I I can't. And then there's like there's other people who are like okay, like time has gone by. Maybe you've learned Maybe you're a different person. You also could just be another Rick Steiner. So it's like, I don't know. It was just a weird thing that was on my mind today. And then you brought up Marty when you did Over the Top, and and his shit always pops up, and his videos are always entertaining, and he was talking about Attitude Era Wrestling, and I'm like, man, I would just like to fucking like chop it up with this dude. But, I mean, it's also it's it's like a, a Chris Benoit. Like, he, he murdered his family. He killed himself. However... If you had a chance to pick his brain for wrestling knowledge, of course you'd want to pick his brain for wrestling knowledge. 
But that does yeah. that mean that you should speak to him on a podcast? Eh. What are you? You got a Ouija board that really works? No. If I had a Ouija board, he'd be the last person I would want to talk to. There's so many people above Chris Benoit on that list. Like, get rock roll Buck Zumhoff? Let him rot in jail, bro. No, I'm fuck good. that dude. I'm good with that. Hey, uh, he's a Minnesota guy, isn't he? Did you hear what happened to him at the end of his trial when they convicted him? They found him guilty. He tried to fucking break loose and run through the courthouse, and they had to tackle him. I, uh, I've met Rock and Roll Zumhoff. Oh, did you go to one of his shows with his four by four ring? I, uh, no, no, it was uh, for I believe it was an FLWA uh, wrestling show. Oh, Flawa. And uh, boy, Nick Bockwinkle was there. Ken Patera was there. Uh, fuck it. Sh- uh, Shifty Dan Schaffner, he was on there with the stick shift. Uh, but uh, no, I, I met him. And the, the like, hindsight, it was kind of creepy because he did have his rock and roll van. Uh, and he was also handing out uh, rock and roll Zoomhoff coloring pages to children. <laughs> yeah. I, I, Why is he allowed around kids? I have. I have. I have he's he's not getting out of jail, dude. He's in jail. He's never getting out. No. And the fucked up thing was, he molested his daughter, and his daughter wound up doing the same kind of shit that he did. She's in jail too, isn't she? Uh, that I don't know. We'd have to Google that shit real quick. But yeah, I'm almost positive. Like, yeah, he abused her growing up. And I think that's where, like, I think that's where the charges that he's in jail for now, like, stemmed from. And then I think she got in trouble for doing the same shit to other kids. Gross. Yeah, she didn't meet him till she was 14, 15 years old, and then he he sexually abused her until she was 27 years old. Could you imagine that? Could you imagine having to go through that shit? Like, hey, you you just met your dad, and then you have to fucking go through, like, over a decade of abuse? Yeah. Yuck. Wolf. Wow. I'm in vacation mode. I didn't realize we we're gonna get so deep tonight. Sorry, I didn't get mean to get so heavy. Just I don't know, man. Like, there's guys like I would love to talk to Marty Scroll, right? But then I know like there's a lot of people out there who would probably not listen to our show, or maybe even we would turn them away. Right. There's a. Uh, I want to be respectful. I want to be respectful to those people because they feel a certain way. But I also hey, want. If, if I'm being honest with you right now, if you, if you if you interviewed him, I probably wouldn't be. I probably wouldn't do the show that day, or at least wouldn't sit out the interview. Like that's how like I feel about it. To be honest with you, if that I'm just being I'm just being honest with you. You know, I, I don't it. even know if I'd want him on the show, dude. It's fair. No, fair enough. I don't know. There's so much inside baseball about what we. No, of of uh, look. Of course, I get it. Your wrestling mind wants to talk to somebody who's been around the business forever, right. who's right. Like, been there, done that. You know. I get I mean, it. We we are the three of us if we're being honest with ourselves are definitely hypocrites. Yeah. If you know, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, no. Right? All right. If we're being uh, fair, like, yeah, all right. You got it. Not not saying like, oh, let's have them. I'm just saying like I haven't reached no, out to them and I don't plan on it, but it's a thing like it's, it's, it's an interesting thing that, that you thought of that, like, can we do it? Would it be like, how would it, how would it like adversely affect us? Is there any benefit to it? Like, is it, is it just wrestling? It's something that you thought about. So it's totally understandable. I'm not. I'm Look, just... if we went to a con and Marty Scroll was there, I'd probably want to go up and talk to him. I don't think necessarily that means I'd have him on the show or that I would endorse necessarily what he did. 
No, it's 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 something that I, I can't blame Matt at all for thinking about, for sure, 100%. I mean, if you think about it, Steve Austin got arrested for allegedly throwing Deborah around. Yeah. You know true. what I'm saying? And yeah. he's revered. He's got TV shows. He's got a successful podcast. It just becomes where do you draw the line, I guess. Yeah, but, and, and you can use the, like, the lame like case-by-case basis sort of thing, but at the end of the day, that's really kind of what it is. It's like, like what, what can – like if you – is it behavior that is instinctive that you can't get rid of? Or is it behavior that maybe if you talk to somebody or go to enough awareness classes or do that, can it change your behavior? If you do outreach stuff, if you try to change and you try to become a better person, is that something that can be forgivable? But that's not like a physical act. That's just something like, say, if you want to go back to Hogan, right? Hogan dropped the N-bomb. Is it possible that through speaking to like community leaders and and speaking to doing these and taking sympathy uh, sympathy classes and and all those those things can he learn to realize what he did was wrong and not do it again whereas like we talked about you know the the, the molestation and the rapes and all that stuff that's done you did that like that's a physical act and you you physically harmed somebody to me like that is the line where i i draw that line there now if you if you now, if you pull the wool over your eyes, like apparently someone said in the chat, I don't know, apparently Tessa Blanchard had countless opportunities again to, to redeem herself and just totally didn't. So like to me, that's someone who doesn't deserve another opportunity because if what that person in the chat said was true, she had her chances and blew them all. So to me, she, has a, she doesn't have a kid coming. Hogan, I don't know. Maybe he does. I mean, he clearly got it. Like WWE's obviously welcomed him back. Rick Steiner, I don't know if he, I don't know enough about what happened with him and Giselle Shaw to, to draw a conclusion, but to say if he were to realize what he did was wrong and formally apologize to her, which he may have done or may not have done, I don't know. If he formally apologized, said, this is what I'm doing to try to change, and then proves it and shows it and actually be, is better, then yeah, maybe Rick Steiner does deserve a second chance. It really is case-by-case basis. But what Matt said before about the actual acts of the molestation, the forcible sex, all that stuff, to me, that's the line. You don't come back from that for me. You just don't. And I, I don't care how many times you apologize. I don't care what excuse you have or who you blame. That just, that's, my, that's my personal line, and I just wanted to let that out there because I kind of, I kind of jumped mad about me not doing the show if Marty was on it. So that's, I just wanted to show my stance on why I would not do that. So I just wanted no, to look, I 100% I get it. I respect it. And to be clear, if anyone's just tuning in or you've been listening for the last few minutes or you've been listening to the whole episode, what Marty did is is disgusting. It's unacceptable. Don't get it twisted. Don't make I uh, don't want to look past it. Let's not kid ourselves here to, to you know, finds you're in your 30s and there's a drunk girl and age age or not and you're just fucking harassing her to have sex with you or suck your dick like not cool bro yeah not done. cool i'm done with him to be fair we definitely know people we've been at bars we've seen uh, people take advantage of drunk girls maybe we don't know them or know them very well but yeah. we've definitely been in the vicinity of it and it's not cool it's not something that should happen i i guess i was just curious as to when and Matt, you hear the stories all the time, like especially on like Dark Side of the Ring, of how prevalent it was in wrestling all the time. Like, and it's scary. And at the time, you like you might not think of it, but like the older you get, like the more you would think that the older you get, the more mature you get. Like 
those stories about like what was it? I think it was like the Mar- it wasn't the Marty Janetti one, but like how wrestlers would like play a game where they would see how many like what was it? How, how who can get the girl like the loopiest or whatever? And then like it was it was scary like the shit that you hear them talk about. But it, I guess then it was normal. But you look when you grow up and you realize it's so much easier to realize how fucking disgusting and criminal a lot of what happened. See, that's the key word right there, Kevin. Criminal. Like it's. But it was the 80s, man. It was the boys is what we did, you know? Until Ric Flair did it on a fucking flight in 2011 or whatever it was. I still do. I mean, I I do feel bad for the stewardess, the way she had to, you know, talk about everything that he was doing and whatnot. It's like, fuck. Uh, Yeah. There you go. It's it's kind of fucked up that in 2023, like, this, this is unfortunately what we have to deal with in wrestling, you know? Anybody here from Velveteen Dream lately? Oof. No. Here's the thing that bugs me, though. Like, to, just just to go in a different direction. The, the thing that bugs me is like, um, like Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc got fired from AEW. He was, I think, he was the first guy to get fired. They didn't send him away to. I think they tried to send him away to like rehab or whatever, and then they were just like, "Yeah, this is too much," so they cut him loose. The dude was just trying to fucking make some money. He was like delivering for like DHL or one of them fucking companies. They got him fired. They're like, do you know you have working for you? It's like, I don't know, man. Just fucking let the guy try to get his shit together. You, you know what I mean? I mean, I, I don't, I don't want to dwell on this too much, but just they didn't, they didn't, they find out that um, that Marty was working at like Disney or some shit like that, and then he got. Oh, fired. that was uh, Joey Ryan. Oh, yeah, yeah Joey yeah, Ryan. Yeah. 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 Huh. I'm not, I'm not crying any tears. Uh, no, I think Jimmy Havoc. Jimmy Havoc was working at DP, DP, DPD. Yeah, DPC, DVD, DP. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, two things, I guess. Uh, maybe three. Uh, one, like uh, Matt said at the beginning, like you, you don't, you don't put out hate, hate, and I still, I still very much firmly believe that. Uh, the other, the other thing that. Uh, comes to mind here is that like you had mentioned Steve Austin and like Floyd Mayweather's track record for roughing up broads is a mile long. Look at and, any professional athlete in all of sports ever. And and it's unacceptable and he's still he's still collecting he's still collecting paydays. Uh and then to to Matt's point about the being able to change like one of the things that pops into my mind all the time and what Matt said right away was uh Boy Meets World, a lot of great life lessons for Boy Meets World. That's right. They told Sean Hunter, they said, you will never change. And he responded by saying, how can I, when you don't give me the chance? Yeah. So you have to allow people the ability to make the proper changes and to get the proper awareness. And I I think that's an important thing that's often forgot when situations happen. Like, damn the actions, right? Damn the words. Allow the person to make amends. Allow the person to grow from it. And I think that's, that's the important part that I think sometimes people forget about. Brendan brings it up. Mike Tyson went to jail. I love Mike Tyson mysteries. Yeah, but he never, he never pleaded. He never, he always maintained his innocence. He never said he did it. So that's a different story. But Matt, look at the starting pitcher for, for the Yankees, Diego Herman. Smacked up his wife in front of the entire team, then took her home, beat the shit out of her at the hotel, took a, took a couple classes, did some of this, did some of that, and now is, he, he stinks, but he's a. Uh, <laughs> But he's he's on the team still. Uh, he's actually supposed to start tonight, but got hurt. I think. Anyway, yeah, it's uh, 
man, we got real serious for a little while there. Yeah, and, uh, that's, uh, I apologize for that, but it's just something like should apologize to me. I'm supposed to be in vacation mode. I mean, it's, yeah, it's a healthy conversation, though, to work things out. Like, yeah. you know, because it's fucking like, when does it when does everybody just stop trying to fucking cancel people? Like, someone might hear this and be like, oh, the fucking Shining Wizards want Marty Skrull on the show. They think he should be fucking expunged from all the terrible shit. No. But someone, that could be a headline and people will read it, but no one will listen, right? Yeah. Look, we live in this fucking cancel culture where people don't like something. It's fuck. People are crazy. We live in a crazy time. But it, But it's like Handsome Kevin said. Give people a chance to make amends to do better. That doesn't mean the Shining Wizards have to interview this person. That doesn't mean WWE has to give them a contract. But if they're contrite and they're seeking forgiveness and they change their life around, just let them fucking live their life. You know yeah, what I'm saying? I, that that's fair. Like don't go out of your way to make that make it more miserable. Like don't hang up like flyers every fucking block that says Yeah, because everybody's yeah. vulnerable to make mistakes. Nobody's perfect. You don't know five years from now, you may do something completely unintentional. You don't want people calling for your head, dude. Hey, hey you Tony, know what I'm saying? I, if you had to compare and contrast Bree mode and vacation mode. What is what is the most powerful mode? Is it Brie mode or is it vacation mode? Well, it's definitely vacation mode, unless we're talking Nikki mode, because Nikki had Nikki knockers. So <laughs> that's how I always told them. That's how I could always tell them apart, because Nikki got the enhancement, so she was always Nikki knockers. When, when you said Brie mode, I didn't go wrestling. I went cheese, and I was like, oh no, Tony, <laughs> oh, that, Tony, Tony, don't go Brie mode, please. Yeah, vacation mode doesn't stand the chance if it's up against cheese mode. <laughs> I mean, I'd go blue cheese mode or provolone mode, something like that. Maybe Fermunda mode. Now we're Do, we mode? <laughs> Do we have to have a talk with Brendan? Why would he say? I'm, oh, I'm no. now looking through the notes. No, right? no, no. Oh, the notes? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. We have such headlines as Sean Waltman changes name, ring name to Twitter Pock. <laughs> I read that. Yeah. Uh, former WWE star The Undertaker now wrestling on independent circuit as Mark the Mortician. <laughs> Wait, read that Long one. Time. You got to read this shit, bro. Oh, let me see here. Longtime <laughs> fans of professional wrestling may remember The Undertaker, perennial WWE mid-carder, best known for losing a WrestleMania match to Brock Lesnar, was recently taken to the independent wrestling circuit as Mark the Mortician. Mark the Mortician made his indie wrestling debut last week in the in the gymnasium of the Tallahassee Boys and Girls Club, where he lost the opening bout of the evening to the handicapped hero Gregory Iron. <laughs> in his WWE heyday, the Undertaker was so-called a phenom in the ring, but during his recent appearance at Tallahassee Wrestling Alliance team, uh, he seemed disoriented, confused. Due to his former stardom, Mark the Mortician oh, God. received a keenly payday for his first indie appearance. Five hot dogs, three handshakes. Well <laughs> above minimum wage for indie wrestlers. During his entrance, Mark the Mortician at attempted to illuminate the house lights by raising his arms, but instead accidentally knocked out the 17-year-old ring announcer who was standing too close due to the cramped 11-foot ring. <laughs> Mark the Mortician attempted his gravestone pile driver and even growled his catchphrase, relax and solace. But Gregory Iron easily defeated him with a hilarious variation of the worm. God damn, Brendan! No more Dark research. Of, no more research from the Onion. That's what I got. Dark side of the ring to tell tragic tale. Baby Snitsky punted. <laughs> Slow news day. 
This is Tony's fingerprints all over it. No, no, like this is all Brundon. All I said is, all I said is, we need some news, and he's like, "I'm on it." <laughs> what the fuck? You know, like Twitter. Pop and then, like, or... there's things like this. New Japan headline is a real thing. Philly cheesesteak cup ladder match set. <laughs> I had to look Japan. this up too. This is a real thing. I know this is a real thing. Yeah, and like the McMahon spinal surgery. That's real, right? Yes. <laughs> yeah. World's most successful independent wrestler has millions of hot dogs. Probably not real. <laughs> It's about Nick Gage. I don't know why it's under the New Japan band. Tyrus proposes stipulation for NWA 75 match. We'll retire if loses. True. Yeah. What the fuck, Brandon? You didn't even put the Ring of Honor results in here, but you're writing articles now? But Ring of Honor sucks. Let's let's be honest. I know Ring of Honor sucks. I watched Dynamite Wednesday. Night. No, not Wednesday. Maybe Thursday. I don't know. After Wednesday, I watched Dynamite. Which, whatever, it's fine. But your your hat, Pac Gravity is a match. Right. But they're they're showing me what happened at Ring of Honor, Death Before Dishonor with Pac and Claudio. Look, man, just keep the fucking promotion separate. Yep. There's a there I I would bet my fucking house that there's a shitload of AEW fans that don't even watch fucking Ring of Honor. Probably yeah. Yeah. I watch the pay per views. I don't watch the weekly show. Right. So if you're an so you're an AEW fan, right, and you're watching Dynamite and Collision and Rampage, like, are you gonna buy the pay per view? Probably not. What the ROH pay per view? Yeah. Yeah, probably not. Right. Listen. Did you watch? Did you watch Death Before Dishonor, Kevin? Yes, but I didn't buy it. You bought it. I didn't buy it. <laughs> Someone bought it. Who bought it? Maybe, me, did, I, did I buy it? The pay-per-view that was like two weeks ago. I did yeah, not I, buy it. I watched it on Watch ROH. Turns out you did buy it, Matt. <laughs> no, I didn't. It's, I don't even think it's on Watch ROH. Maybe Kevin bought it for oh, you? No. <laughs> no, you can't buy it on Watch ROH. It's only no, available it on, on three- What was it on? Bleacher Report. Oh, maybe that's where I saw it. Because I watched it. I wa- like, I, Somebody's I, getting a bill. On, let me check my back <laughs> I didn't get a notification that I purchased it, so. <laughs> well, I'd spend, my, I'd spend my money on XPW, and I didn't have to do that to, thanks to fan uh, Unless I watched it on, like, Daily Motion or something. Pac Claudio, the main event? Yeah, and then all, like, the Lucha, like, Orange Cassidy got involved, and all the Lucha guys got involved, and... Best friends got involved. Oh yeah, right? we talked about it last week because we they didn't they didn't show Athena attack attacking Willow. Yeah. That was afterwards. Are you sure you didn't buy it? I am a hundred percent positive I didn't buy it. Mm. Did you buy it? Let's find out. It would have been the weekend of the the twenty first. Stand by. <laughs> Friday to the twenty first was when the show happened. So in the vicinity of the twenty first, twenty second, twenty third. You would have right. to remember it asked like confirm purchase, right? Oh, <laughs> So what I do is like there's gonna be like a link like that's already like let's see, hold on, the twenty first. <laughs> I didn't right. buy it. Someone bought it. Let's see if it was me. Was it wasn't me. <laughs> so the twenty first was the the paper you was the twenty first? Yes. Uber, gas, beer. Oh god, that was an expensive bill. <sighs> That was dinner. Oh, that was that was, that was a terrible idea. Uh, 
It's not what in my the last event I purchased on BR Live was Forbidden Door. Uber trip, Uber trip, Route 10 Lounge, Uber trip, Uber trip, liquor store. <laughs> flight, flight. Uh travel insurance. Uber, Lucky. Uber, Uber. No, there's nothing here for Bleacher Report. I don't know where you watched it. I did you get did 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 maybe Kate give you a login information? No. <laughs> yeah. No. Fuck no. <laughs> I, I didn't order it, dude. I don't know how you watched it. I swear I, to God, I, I'm not even. Tomorrow I'll go to my computer at work because sometimes I'll just type in like, like br, and then like something will auto populate and it'll be like Ring of Honor, and I'll just click like or whatever and just click it and, like it said, watch replay. And I was like, all right, watch replay. Is there? This is my account. I'm sure. The last thing I ordered was Forbidden Door, Double or Nothing, Final Battle 22 was the last Ring of Honor pay per view I ordered. What? All right. So, what would it show up as? Would it show up as Bleacher Report or would it show up as like the parent company? I would assume it would show up as Bleacher Report. Uber, 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 Lucky Seven, Wine and Liquor. Lucky seven, you were down by Tony's. No, nah, there's one right down the street from me. Oh, I drove past the, the lucky seven on Saturday. Get some, good, get some good times there, Matt. Yeah, we did. We're gonna have good times there in, uh, in August on the 28th with HK. Fuck's a lucky seven. <laughs> find out, big guy. All right, uh, no, nothing. Interesting. We're gonna get to we're gonna get to the bottom of this. We're gonna figure out how Kevin watched the Ring of Honor paper. Some somehow, some way, someone's account. Someone had it, and you watched it. I have to I'll have to go to work tomorrow and figure out how that happened. Um. Yeah, I have to go to work tomorrow too. Oh wait, I don't. Ha! Vacation, Tony. What a fucking chode. What'd you guys think of the uh, Bam Bam Dark Side of the Ring? Loved it. Yeah, Loved it. Thought they, thought they did a good job. It was a it was a tragedy story, but it was still kind of a feel good story. Yeah, uh, the interesting stuff about being the. It's usually the case. Loving loving father, family guy, just the, the business just beat the shit out of you. And I and I do do Taz was fucking incredible in this thing. Yeah, like he almost felt like guilty about like talking about the ins and outs of the wrestling business. Yes. Yeah, but but explaining how they fucking after all these years, the fall through the ring, with the tape on the rope yeah. to know where to fall, I was like, that's fucking brilliant. Yeah, I didn't know that. I didn't. I know have no idea that either. either. But it's shit like that that they need to squeeze into these things once in a while, you know, just to give you a little, like they feel like it feels like they're giving you a little bit more. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like I, shit like that. I thought it was very. It was very entertaining. It was very good. It was. It was. It almost at, at times very much felt like a feel good piece. Uh, like it was very cool to see him, like as a like loving father figure. Like that was. I, like I was. I appreciated knowing those stories about him. Uh, it was obviously a, a sad ending, but for the most part, I was like, man, that was good. And the bullshit that he had to go through when he first showed up in WWF. That was that was intriguing too. I know I knew that he I knew parts of it, but not all of it. So yeah, like Andre the Giant beating the shit out of him. Yeah. And uh so I didn't realize how young he was when he got in. So that was kind of that was kind of interesting. And I think this like 
I think the Matt Bourne one was my favorite one so far until this one. The Bam Bam one might be the, the best dark side that I've ever seen. And I, I tried to watch the Abdullah one. I couldn't get through it. Really? I, it's so the, it, the all the whole the whole blood talk. It just freaked me out, man. I had to get out of there. They uh, a lot of uh, like this season more than any of the others. They've they've managed to get a lot of family members uh, yeah. involved in the shows. Is was one? What's the next? Is the Marty one next? No, Bash at the Beach is next. Yeah, it's gonna be a good one. The whole Vince Russo thing. Oh, the Jeff Jarrett uh, two thousand. Yeah. How much more of the story can they actually tell, though? That's my bro, thing. because it's my side of the story, bro. Yeah, but he's got his fucking shitty show, and Jarrett's got a podcast, and Hogan's yeah, but, talked about it. Yeah, and, but yeah, Jeff's talked about it. They, they'd be crazy if they didn't have Cornette throwing in his two cents. Because yeah. Cornette fucking hates Russo. Well, yeah. yeah, but what's the point of having him on there if he hates Russo? It could be fucking fucking hysterical. I'd be interested. It's gonna be the. I think it's same fucking same old song and dance bullshit. Do you or, think they get? Do you think they get Bischoff for this too? I know they got Jared for it because they. I gotta watch that fucking commercial on Hulu. So I watch. I usually if I don't watch it live, I watch it on demand. And every commercial break is a one minute Dark Side of the Ring commercial. It's the same one I watch five times in an episode. <laughs> Jim Cornette saying they have more sex going to the ring than I had in my entire life. <laughs> oh, that's when I know the show's coming back. That's the last sound bite I hear. It was a cool episode too with Bam Bam because Bam Bam's a local guy, so you hear about the Jersey Shore culture and how he met his wife, and you know, hanging out and being bar, being at the bars, bouncing, and that's how he met DDP. You know, like it's it's more of a local thing, kind of like how The Sopranos was so big in this part of the country too, because everybody everybody around here fucking knows what they're talking about, you know. Like, yeah, I've been to the Stone Pony. I remember that bar. I remember this and that, you know. I went to the car show in North Arlington. <laughs> Fuck yeah, dude. DDP was probably there. Wish somebody would have drove a fucking car through the parking lot. It's not very nice, bro. I'm not a very nice person. It was a yeah. sad. It's sad. It's sad that he fucking put it, the wrestling business above his health and his family. And the doctor seemed like a piece of shit, at least according to the wife. It's every fucking doctor from the 80s and 90s, dude. Well, there you go. It wasn't what Zahorian, was it? It was like his like regular MD, wasn't it? Fuck, the what, what was I looking at? No, I don't think it was. was I, I don't to? think it was primary care guy. Oh, I was reading the fucking Tom, the Todd Gordon book. They're, the ECW physician that they had for a couple years was a fucking foot doctor. Yeah, Raven said that. <laughs> Raven said it was his friend. It was his buddy. They, they, they hired him because they needed a doctor. Yeah, his name was fucking Dr. Mark. How ironic is that? <laughs> you really should be. Todd is God is a fantastic book. You should check it out. I can't wait to crack it open tomorrow. Yeah, so this was, this was, it was good. I thought it was cool. The kids were involved and the kids have all his memorabilia. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, I could have done, I could have done with less kids and more actual wrestling personalities involved. You know what, though? If I was growing up on the Jersey Shore, I might have I might have made a move on that uh Bam Bam daughter. What uh she she was not bad, bro. Here we go. Come on, you go down to like Hunkabunkas or Bar A, she's dancing. Yo, what's up, girl? Yo, you're Bam Bam's kid? No shit. Really? Yeah, that just comes up fucking casually. <laughs> <laughs> Let a guy have his vacation thoughts. Like, oh, let me now. 
Ooh, the guy in the fucking ECW for life t-shirts dancing up on me. Let me hit him with this damn. <laughs> yo, and she would be like, yo, you know my dad's Bam Bam? No shit. Yeah, let's get the fuck out of here. Come on. We'll go take a walk. That's enough. <laughs> That's enough. Take her to the Hojo in Asbury Park, get some pancakes. Come on now. Uh, Kevin, what other wrestlers would you have liked to have been involved in the Bam Bam story? It's a great question. Um, I, I mean, obviously, I was just spitballing, but I would. I, I just thought, the, and of course, that, that's their dad. So, like, who would have the most stories to tell about his personal life than his kids? But I was just like, man, like every other, like every other interview segment is like one of the the the, the sons. I'm like, eh. I would have think about it. Who are the people closest to Bam Bam? Right? Douglas was on there. Mm-hmm. DDP Canyon's mm-hmm. deceased. Candido's gone. Maybe like someone from like maybe like. Uh, like I mean, they who, had GDP. Uh, but was there anyone gone? from that WWF era? Did they have that? Did they have Hogan on? Did they have, like, you know, Don Morocco or Hacksaw or DiBiase? Oh, Don Morocco doesn't even know where he is today. Well, I, don't, I don't know. I don't know where he is either. And his fucking face painted by the Metal Maniac. On yeah, they hang out at the Home Depot together. Why? He actually has a podcast, I think. Who? Don Morocco. Get the fuck out of here. No, I'm not joking. Google that shit. There's a, there's a couple of guys that I think that they could have brought on would have been interesting. Ted DiBiase would have been yeah, an interesting one. Yeah. Uh, I think uh, if they would have gotten LT, I would have been very interested to hear what he had to say about his working with with Bam Bam. Like anybody in that area, right? Like I want I wanted more people to shed light on why, like why he got ribbed so hard for just getting over so fast. I mean that's I mean I just answered my own question right there. But like, I would like people to like. I would like people from that era to come on and tell me, like, just because he's, like, the number two to Hogan now, like, you're telling them to, like, you know, you're getting too big for your britches. Like, like was Bam Bam being, like, a douche? Like, like was he being, like, the guy that said um, – they don't, they don't say that. They don't say that he was. Right. So, like, my thing is, like, just because the guy is over a shit, like, all of a sudden we're going to rip him out of, the, out of the company. Well, you got to like, remember, too, like – Andre was just a piece of shit to anybody that was like a big guy to begin with. Like right. the, stories with, the stories with John Studd were fucking legendary. Hogan pulling over and throwing up on the side of the road. As much as a bullshitter Hogan is, I 100% believe that. 100%. When he says he didn't know if Andre was going to work with him, I 100% believe that. Because no. Andre was fucking drunk, miserable, in pain, didn't want to do it anymore. But Vince was like, we need you. But like, don't like. Doesn't after Andre like, like show like show his dominance? I guess for lack of a better term, <laughs> like, doesn't he usually? <laughs> that doesn't don't like you earned his respect after that. Like th- that didn't seem to happen with Bam Bam. Like after, he's like, oh, <laughs> like. Cramped my rib after that shit. Uh, there's a, the name of the episode, Andre's Dominance. Uh, apparently, Don Morocco does have a... He did have a podcast. And now uh, the YouTube channel has a bunch of archives. And the first thing that popped up, Don Morocco. Bam Bam Bigelow was a pig. <laughs> this is from the fucking slob that was eating a meatball hero during one of his matches in the fucking WWF. But yeah, Bam Bam's a pig. Yeah, he stopped doing his podcast. Did forty nine episodes between twenty twenty one and twenty twenty two. Okay. 
Wrestling shoot interviews and story time with Dutch Mantel. Baby. What the fuck? Did he go over? Story time with Dutch Mantel, baby. Oh God! You See now, it. here's the thing, right? I want to look through the notes to like keep up the conversation. I don't know what's true and what's fake. Fake now. <laughs> it's all fake. It is. I'm gonna go take a leak. The whole business is a work, Matt. Brother, that's it. I'll be right back. You guys Atta do boy. whatever you want to do. Don't fucking. I'm, the chair is blocking the camera. All right, don't do it. Sure. <laughs> the chair is blocking the. Ca- oh. Right. Oh. All right. As soon as he starts, I think he meant the chair is blocking the bathroom. He's fucking. Look at this fucking chud. Camera from the bathroom. (laughs) Ah. All right. We're putting it back. Look at what this asshole did. (laughs) See, why do we just had a big conversation about not talking about him when he leaves? Fuck him. Who do you think he is? (laughs) Wait. Look at that mic. What the fuck, dude? He's gonna wash that. That's bad. Bro. Wait. Can we can we zoom that in? Wait. How do I zoom him? Oh, that. Here well, we go. Oh shit! Wait a minute. How do I? How? Somebody help me! I can't. How do I get him on there? Am I doing this wrong? Clearly. Well, right. somebody help me out, I'm fools! Trying, I'm trying, man. Jesus Christ! Wait, let me try this one. No, that's not the one. This yeah. one? Yeah, maybe this will work. So we'll do this, there and is. now we'll no. Now it. we'll do no, this. There we that, go. That's all. That's the cats, man. Jesus, fuck, <laughs> dude. Yeah, now I'm gonna go take a piss. <laughs> That's bad. Is he wasn't in the cat box? He might as well. His That's a good name for a show. We should put that That's one in the vault. Fucking horrifying. All right, once they get back, then it's my turn. We're just taking turns, taking peas. That's it. Minding your peas and peas. Uh, hi, Matt. Oh boy. Why would you do that? Uh, two questions. One, uh, handsome Kevin wants to know if you pee in the litter box. No. And two. Bro, change out your fucking windsock, dude. <laughs> My windsock. Yeah, this thing, the fuzzy. Uh, I I tried to justify it saying it was it's he has cats. Oh, I know, cat but bear. you could throw it in the wash. There you go. Yeah. That man, that man. Listen, he's, he he needs to be close to his cats. No, I didn't know if he knew you could wash him. You could just throw him in the wash. I do him all the time. Cats are always on the desk, man. No, I get it. That doesn't mean you have to fucking talk into it. Hmm. I mean, look, you do you. If that's if that's what gets you through the night, God bless more power to you. Me, I'd be tonight. I'm just thrilled to have the fucking everything working. All right, this is fair. We take the victories as they come. Gonna bust my balls because there's cat hair on my fucking windsock. Guess what, buddy? I got cat hair everywhere. Yeah. Uh, yay. Stop. By the way, avoiding it. I'm not gonna wash this so it could just be covered in cat hair tomorrow. Yeah. Brendan Haney brings it up. Isn't LT still in jail? I think LT got reduced to a misdemeanor, so yeah, he did he not is. get any uh, any jail time. Listen, so there Matt, you go. I just went and like cat sit my neighbor's cats for like a week. I couldn't get the cat hair all. I every time I looked somewhere else, there was fucking cat hair, and I only saw them for like ten minutes a day. So I feel your pain, brother. Just accept it. Stop. Why you got a fucking nitpick? Don't worry about everything. Trying to help you out, bro. I don't need help. Yeah. Okay, everybody... here, Tony. You want us to all fucking drop out so you could sexually uh, uh, a, a molester with your voice? Christ, dude. <laughs> Hi, Kate. Kate. Oh, let's all fucking. This is like. This is Tony's retaliation for HK having a thing for Diana. What the fuck happened? Yeah, I, don't, going I don't know, Kate. dude. He's, He's going angry. After Kate. 
KTG. I'm all not we, angry. All we did was suggest throw his windsock into the wash, and yeah. he got all angry, bro. Huh. Aw. Oh, ooh. Hi. Hi, Kate. I hope you're having a nice night as well. <laughs> Bring back something nice from Florida. Look at this O Canada motherfucker. <laughs> Look at his rig. He's not, dude, like, he's not even proud to be American. Like, everything he's got there is from Canada. What the fuck? You know, don't bring it up, because he tells the same fucking story about the fucking flag. <laughs> oh, hey, Kevin, tell us more about the flag, buddy. Oh. Ah, 1997 SummerSlam. I was interviewed. <laughs> oh, it was never on TV. You know we do this because he never listens back. I know. What is that thing... On the right, on on my left, is that a Brian Myers T-shirt? Wait, <laughs> make that big for Bink, that make that big T dunk. I'm trying, I'm trying. You see, now this is the problem that I have because every time That's... we try to make it big, it always gets the wrong person. Do you want me to help you? Yeah, here, here we go. We just do this, and then Our we part. do this. There we go. There you go. There we go. What is that? I don't know. What? Is, who does he have up there? What's that? What's that three man team there off center? <laughs> Three man two. That looks like Sting, Ron Simmons, or Butch Reed. I don't know. Both those Doom figures are very similar. Is that John Silver on the left? Oh, he's coming down the stairs, bro. Is that John Silver? Yeah, it is. He's never been a guest on the show. Well, Kevin wanted his figure. He's supporting yeah. his boys. Fair enough. You know, right. your mic's yeah. off, dude. Gone, bro. <laughs> oh, I thought I removed myself from the thing. No, you did. We were looking at your action figures, trying to figure out who was who. Oh, okay. Oh, listen, for new listeners, can you tell us the uh, the, the story behind the Canadian flag? Why is there an echo now, Tony, when you talk? Me? Yeah. There's no echo. Yep. I don't hear it. I don't hear it either. Do you, let me ask you guys this. What? Now I hear it, you fucks. Yeah. You? Well, I didn't do anything. You're all fucking mashing buttons over there, fat fingers. Shut up. Vacation mode, T-Donk in the house. Is it weird that SummerSlam is this Saturday? A little bit. Very, it actually. It seems way early, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, oh, wow. Well, last year they actually did it in July. Like they really? Summer, yeah. SummerSlam was in July last year. If not last year, the year before. I'm like 99.9999999% oh. positive. Yeah, last year was July 30th. Boom. Nailed it. Because this, because then, so what's after this? Payback is the next pay-per-view, and that's September 2nd in Pittsburgh. And they're just bringing that bad boy back. When are they going to Saudi? I feel like there's a Saudi somewhere in there. Isn't there a London first? Not for WWE. I, th I thought they announced. Maybe that's for next. Maybe that's for 2024. Um, WWE Saudi. Are they going back down under? WWE in Saudi Arabia. What's the next show? It doesn't have one. The next show is you're fucking the worst Wikipedia. Well, they just did Night of Champions, right? So they can't be going back that quick. Well, they go twice a year. It seems like no, they want. Uh, yes. So, yeah. <clears throat> so maybe October. Oh, maybe you might be right there, Kev. That sounds more. So we got payback in September. No mercy is a thing. Uh, That's for, NXT. Uh, NXT. Fast lanes uh, October seventh. 
Well, that's the one they're bringing I back. I thought Fastlane was supposed to be the stopgap between uh, Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. We're on the yeah. Fastlane yeah. WrestleMania. <laughs> what the fuck are they doing? What are you doing, WWE? That was our thing. Yeah, we're on the Fastlane to Mania, baby. They're on the Fastlane to Survivor Series. No, there's no fast lane to Survivor Series. Holidays. No, you take a bus because you need your team to be there. Uh, that's a great point. You can't be in the fast lane if you're on a fucking bus. What do you mean? What if you're in like a, you got? a big like SUV? No, it's got to be a bus, dude. Why does it got to be a bus? There's only five people on a team. Could yeah, be a Lex van. Express, bro. No, you need a bus. Conversion van, one of the big vans. No, you need a fucking bus, dude. Bang what bus. With butt? What Fuck yeah. Express. Why do you want a bus so bad? For your team, bro. Got to ride in style. It's not dude, like they're packing the teams? whole Royal Rumble lineup in the thing. They're just it's five guys. Yeah, five guys. Five guys. Baby. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Packing five guys in nice and tight. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, they are capitalizing on the, uh, the the recent success of the WWE thrown with all this stuff. Right? The oh. WWE is hotter than ever. No? Well, yeah, no, Kate, they 100% are. Kate's looking for more. Just five guys? Oh, who did that? Oh, that was me. I was pulling up right. You made a great point. The bus and the speed went fast. Yeah, but Kate made a funny. Kate made a, yes, you're right. <laughs> Just five guys? Kate made a, that's a New Japan joke. I got it. Oh, then it's not as funny anymore. Yeah, I know. Now you took it away. Thanks yeah. for ruining the joke, Matt. I like Anything it. else you want to ruin before I leave for vacation? <laughs> More vacation? Yeah, okay. I hope you fucking you miss your flight tomorrow. Thanks, Dick. But I, at the other day, I was like, hey, where are you going in Florida? Or when are you going on vacation? He's like, why, you want to hope the fucking plane crashes? No, asshole. I was just trying to be a nice guy. But now, fuck your hand. <laughs> Thanks, Dick. I hope, I hope your wife and your kid get get uh, two seats. Right, they're sat together. They're in the two the two two seat section, and you're in a three section. Three I hope section. I hope everybody at your fucking, fucking pizza event asks you for fucking single slices. You jack off. Cash only. Can we get a slice? A and a dog. Do you have pepperoni? I hope they every I fucking customer fucks with you. No slices. <laughs> Hope you fucking shit your pants on it. I hope your wooden pallet snaps while you're trying to get the pies out too, and then you got to reach in barehanded like a fucking gorilla. Why would I put a wooden pallet in the oven to get the pizza? Dip to shit? take the pizzas out. What do you fucking use, your dick? I use a metal peel, not a Thanks, wooden dick. pallet, you asshole. A metal peel. Tony, do you know That's what a what mallet the tool is? is called? Oh yeah, a mallet. It's a no, hammer. A mallet. A hammer. I didn't say mallet. I said the wooden fucking spatula thing. No, you said pallet or mallet? Pallet, that's what I said. But you know what a pallet is? Yeah, the fucking flat thing that you get the pizzas out with. No, a pallet. I'm not a pizza connoisseur. I don't know. A pallet is like a wooden plane that you stack boxes on. Yeah, so stack some pizzas on a pallet, you chud. <laughs> what are you, fucking namaste over here? Or are you frozen? You want to get some Francis Wright going so you can fucking center yourself? Fuck that guy, too. He sucks a dick. What the fuck, dude? What? Fucking asshole. Oh, boy. What are we talking about? SummerSlam Saturday. You got to make picks on your vacation. I hope it fucking ruins your whole vacation. Gives a shit. Can we cover NXT so we can get to Wizards Court? Yeah. 
You want to talk about NXT? I didn't watch NXT. No, I just want... I mean, we did picks at oh. fucking 9.45 in the morning. Fucking thanks, Brundon. Hey, let's... let's are we picking NXT? Yeah, what? I think so. Fucking First of all, assholes. it wasn't fucking 5.45 in the morning, you fucking... I said 9.45. What are you people, deaf? Oh, Mallets? 5.45? 9.45 is too early for you? No, it's early for Kevin. I was worried he was going to miss out on picks. I knew what I was doing. <laughs> No, I know you know what you're doing, but it'd be nice if we would have a little more heads up than fucking, I don't know, nine hours notice. I think it was all right. What am I? What? Nobody else fucking keeps tabs on all the wrestling world? Gives a shit. There's four of us. One of us knew there was a fucking PLE this weekend. Come on, people. I knew it. I knew. You didn't tell us. Tell you you that I knew it? Tell you that. Tell us that that there were picks. SummerSlam's next Saturday. Oh. I already know that. I wrote it on my calendar. No, it's this Saturday, the 5th. Yes, this Saturday. Whatever. And not next Saturday, handsome the next, Kevin. The next Saturday upcoming. Jesus Christ, dude. <laughs> the, what the fuck? Are we all on Next Saturday is the next Saturday. I've rubbed off on everyone. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a soda jerk. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I heard uh, I heard the NXT show was good though. Great. Who won yeah. picks? Who gives a shit? Who won picks? Uh, you, me, and Kevin all at five zero oh, and one. Oh, Kevin that was fucking worth picking. <laughs> Kevin went four. Kevin and Brendan went four one and one. I think they both took Galus. Yep. Stupid asses. That's the one that yeah. I, I was disappointed myself afterwards. I was like Gable, ah, was Gable Stevenson and. Baron Corbin went to a double count out. How the fuck does that happen on the guy's debut? Well, that's what happened. Shit all get outside the ring, right? And then the referee goes, one, two. You fucking Rick Knox chud. <laughs> you don't think I fucking know what a count out is? I'm saying, how do you do this to the guy's Sorry, debut? I'll, yeah, I'll do, Baron I'll Corbin do. got the fucking torch passed to him from fucking broken uh, neck Kurt Angle. You would think he could do a favor for a fucking Olympic, Olympic athlete. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I didn't hate it. Hey, brains. Joey uh, Morrell? <laughs> I thought you were going to do fucking horsey face. Horsey face? Yeah, horsey face. Tony, here's a project for you. Remember back in the day, Jessica Parker looks like a horse.com? Yes. Aubrey Edwards looks like a horse.com. Yeah, I'll get right on it. I'll put it. We, we have room for another website. <laughs> you know we what? do. Do you want me to? Oh, dude, yes. you want to? You want to talk about fucking heat, bro? Is he I'll, put the, I'll put the Shining Wizards logo on every fucking picture that we put up. <laughs> Actually, I'll use the fucking logo from fucking Gorilla Brain. <laughs> You're going to fuck up Kevin's chance to take it on a date and fight forever. Oh, I'm not going back there. Uh, Gable Steveson and Baron. It's It's. Gable, Gable Stevenson, yeah, Gable yeah. Stevenson, uh, the match was tra- Baron Corbin is trash. He just is. As soon as he's, as soon as he went from happy Corbin and bad luck Corbin, all that other shit, he lost all character. It's he's not entertaining whatsoever right now. So, that that match itself fucking threw me for a loop because the fans shit all over it. Like I said, Kate said that Gable Stevenson sucks. I'm not gonna go. Uh, I, I I I agree with her in spirit. But he's just so fucking new. He has no freaking charisma. He has nothing, and he's so like, like physically monotone and one-dimensional. It's so bad. Like, 
and I understand why they did the finish the way they did because they like I don't watch NXT, but from all accounts that I've read, that they're trying to breathe new life into into Baron Corbin. So you're breathing new life into this guy, and you're trying to build this guy. You want to continue the story. That if if I'm reading the tea leaves right, that's why they did the finish the way that they did. I have no like that's 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 me guessing. But Gable Stevenson, Kate hit it right on the head. He's not he's not even remotely ready yet. But I guess that's why NXT is where he's at. Yeah. Wasn't uh, wasn't entertained by the match in this last. No, that was that was probably the worst match on the show. And uh, up until the main event, I thought the best matches on the show were uh, the tag match, uh, the family against Gallus, and I thought that the rock the first two matches, Roxanne Perez and Blair Davenport, I thought were tremendous. Uh, then you had the triple threat with uh, Dominic Mysterio, who held his own against Mustafa Ali and Wesley, which were great. A lot of a fun, fun spots match. there. Yeah, great match. Um, Tiffany Stratton, God bless Tristany Strat- Stratton and Theo Hale. They tried their best, but Mama Mia, that was uh, hey man, I love me some Striffany Stratton. <laughs> so yeah. Don't get me wrong, but uh, that was, tough, was rough. that was a tough I, watch. How did you feel about the finish? The finish pissed me off. The th- I see, I didn't hate that either because it's one of those things where you want you're still have high hopes for the the, pe- the person that loses the match. So it's a safe way of getting her out of there without really taking a loss. It's like when they took the belt off Backlund or when they took the belt off Brett for Backlund. There's a precedent there for it. So you don't want to like completely bury Brett or bury Backlund. You don't want to bury Hale. So you do that. I understand the logic behind it. I find uh, so, Hale so annoying. I don't I don't know enough about her, but I've, I've from what I've read that she's she they have high really high expectations for her. And then Matt, if you if you have time. Watch Carmelo Hayes versus Ilya Dragunov. Shit was fire. I'm telling you, that's the match to watch. You heard it here first. You heard it here first. Carmelo Hayes retains. Boom. NXT. I saw the. uh, I saw the clip of uh, of Dom going through the back with Rhea and Shawn Michaels going. Your father should have spanked you. <laughs> Wait, did you do it like this? Your father should have spanked you. I fucking hate Shawn Michaels so much. I fucking can't. Shawn Michaels is looking more and more like George Carlin with a cross eye. The hope you fucking run oh, over with your that's a card, great Tony. One. That's not yeah, bad. Yeah, you nailed it, Tony. That's not bad at all. Cool. That's good. Wolf. Yep. Ugh. Great wrestling mind, I'm sure, but boy, is he the fucking shits. He's got a job for life. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know what I did. I'm on vacation mode, baby. <laughs> yeah, Jesus, this is the only hand signal you know. <laughs> hey, when's when's Shitbox Lions coming back? She's been gone a while, no? Uh the American Cream, Busty Roads. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be back. She'll get her. Yeah. I'm yeah. I like yeah. It. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yeah. two questions before we go into court. One, when, what, what do you think of the MJF Adam Cole bromance? And do you think, do you think there was a plan in place to break them up, but it's clearly going so well that they're going to, they're going to kind of let this run its course. There's no doubt in my mind that they extended it longer than it should have gone. I think because of how awesome it was. But I think the inevitable is still one turns on the other. Now, what they've done is a great job of me not knowing who's going to turn on who. So 
I think it's 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 one of the most entertaining things. Other than the bloodline, it's the most entertaining thing on TV. Here here's the problem. If MJF turns on Adam Cole, Adam Cole's just a fucking doofus. Sting level doofus. And I don't think you come back from that. What I do see happening is Adam Cole turning on Roddy and then just fucking sticking with MJF and forming Ooh. some sort of new thing. Or Roddy fucking eventually joins them and they become like the MJ Bebe elite or some shit like that. Or what if it's what if it's Roddy and MJF this whole time and doesn't necessarily make Adam Cole look all that dumb because it's Roddy the one that turns on him and then Roddy and MJF ride together. I don't know because I think I think if if anybody shits on Adam Cole here, Adam Cole just looks like a fucking doofus. I think you either have to bring them all together or just have Adam Cole put one over on Roddy and then figure something out from there. But I do agree that in typical AEW fashion, this team thing was probably only supposed to last like two or three weeks before one turned on the other, and they know they struck gold, and they actually decided to run with it, which what is if? not a bad thing. Uh, so I, I'm... I'm in the camp of Roddy. Um, I think Roddy turns and just hear me out here. Since we're in a tag team situation, I think he brings back Kyle O'Reilly. And I don't know where he is in his injury situation. I know he had this, the neck fusion surgery and he hasn't wrestled since June of last year. But it, it fits Roddy enlisting Kyle because undisputed era and Kyle also seeing what Roddy sees and maybe MJF leaves Adam Cole during a tag match to fend for himself and that's where that's how we get to to, to MJF and Adam Cole so now does anyone I mean obviously I don't see Bobby Fish coming back anytime soon but does anyone is there anyone that Adam Cole would enlist Big or Bill him, or is it just him versus KOR and uh, and Roddy no, I think it would be him. I, I think the I think the call I think it would be Roddy rides Adam, rides him, rides him. Finally Adam's like we fucking stop and Roddy like attacks him or whatever and that sets up a tag match where right. it's MJF and Adam Cole against Roddy and Roddy brings Kyle O'Reilly back. And then during the tag match, MJF just kind of leaves. He just says, Fuck this, I'm out, and he leaves Adam Cole defending him fend for to fend for himself. Easy for me to say. And then Cole and or no, not Cole. Roddy and O'Reilly win, and then Adam Cole sees the light. Like I should have listened to you guys. I should have trusted you. And then we can go on and have these guys have their match. Oh, okay, okay. So in my head, I was thinking that Adam Cole now has to worry about these two over here and MJF over here. Adam Cole eventually does go back with Roddy and Kyle O'Reilly and and form that group again. In your opinion, yes. Okay. I th I mean it. It would make it connects the dots. Yeah, it does. You know, the other is like the inevitable is MJF's the one that's going to turn, but it, you know, they, they switch it and, and Adam Cole's the one who like fucking super kicks him and hits him with a Panama Sunrise or something. I dig. Yeah. 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 I wasn't, I wasn't uh, like I loved what they did on Collision. I love what they're doing. The one part that I hated was when at the end of Collision, where he's like, "Go ahead, do it, hit me," because in that instance, I knew he wasn't anymore. You know what I mean? Like they they gave away that he wasn't turning there, and that bugged the hell out of me. Uh, but I don't think anyone really expected it anyway. 
I think it's just MJF still kind of like fighting his inner heel. So like he wants to do it, but he know like he's he, he's fighting his inner heel, but also realizes that it, it plays off the like a actual realism that they actually are friends, but MJF still has this internal struggle of being a complete douche and wanting to like do what he's always done in the past, and that's get over on somebody. It's fun stuff. I've I've been enjoying the yeah. the entire storyline and all that. So but like nice. I said, for him to save Cole and then for it to uh, you know, the whole like go ahead do what you got to do hit me and I was like well okay well clearly it's not going to happen because for a moment I believed that it was going to happen and then all as soon as he started going yep do it I was like okay well it's not happening like why give that away to me now HK can I tell you the best part about this whole tag team I hope you do the freaking music mashups between the two songs <laughs> they are good oh <laughs> my god I didn't realize I didn't even realize there were two of them I didn't realize that like the MJF has one where his is in front and then Adam Cole's is the background and then it has it's all about them and then it's all. Oh, they're both so good. You know what I'm talking about. My second question I pose to y'all as we uh, head towards yeah. SummerSlam. Jay, Jay's not the guy, is he? No. It's got, there's going to be a whole lot of stuff going on here. Jimmy comes back, and I don't care. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> song to the tune of Jimmy Cracks Corn. And I, uh, no, uh, it, it, there's no way. I don't see it. I don't see it happening at all. Cody Rhodes has to finish the story. That's right. Finish your story. Did his peacock thing, is that out it, it, Yes, it's out today, and I had to fight all my being. I'm watching it as soon as we get done here. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. Like I I don't... Fight, As soon as I saw it drop, I'm like, ah, oh, I'm not going to have enough time to watch this before the show. So uh, I, I waited. I'm waiting until after. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Jay's the guy myself. Very entertaining. Like it'd be a it'd be a hell of a ride, but I don't I don't fully see it. I love that he's calling himself main event Jay Uso to kind of furthermore like everybody else's belief that he is main event Jay Uso. But I just I, there's something there that I just it's lacking for that top guy stuff. And it's I'm I'm still not abandoning the Cody ship. Like even though Jay makes sense because the whole bloodline storyline started between Jay and, and Roman, but I can't, I, I selfishly, I need Cody Rhodes to be the one to do it. I don't know why. It's really just me. <laughs> have to have to have it. I need it. Uh, so SummerSlam this Saturday night, we got Roman Reigns, Jay Uso for the, uh, it's a tribal combat match for the undisputed WWE universal championship. Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, uh, world heavyweight champion Seth Rollins against Finn Balor. Uh, IC title match Gunther against Drew McIntyre. Triple threat for the WWE Women's Championship. Asuka defends against Charlotte and Bianca. Uh, Logan Paul, Ricochet, and who can stick their fingers in each other's butt as much as they can. Um, Ronda <laughs> Rousey, Shayna Baszler. Oh, no pigman. And uh, SummerSlam Battle Royal. So far, we have LA Knight and Sheamus announced. Fella. Yeah, brother. Yeah, <laughs> can I can I show you something yeah. that was on Bruno Mars's Bird. Twitter real quick? Who this was? This was in the Discord. Bruno Mars, you know the the, the musician named after yeah, Bruno yeah, San Martino. Him and fucking Bruno San Martino. Well, this was interesting. Can't wait to see. So him. apparently he was in Bahrain, and somebody had a sign that said "Love you, Bruno." Do you recognize the picture? Yeah, I see that. <laughs> <laughs> is that the Rock? Yes, yes. it is. Where is it? Bahrain? Bahrain. It's in the Middle East. I think it's off the 
coast of Nepal. I don't know. I, I just Googled it. Yeah. Was... I heard they hired Mark the Mortician to work an indie show over there. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> hey, did we, uh, before we go to court, did we talk about Buff Bagwell getting arrested again? Oh, Buffy Bags? Oh, Buffy Bags. Oh, it's next to Saudi Arabia, actually, not too far from Riyadh. So there you go. Uh, yeah, so did he actually do something wrong or was he just charged because they stopped him and maybe he had an outstanding warrant? Like I he tried to like I don't know, tell a story. Uh that he's he was been... arrested on the July 13th for DUI driving under the influence of drugs and speeding. However, the buff daddy released a statement on Wednesday saying the offense is from years ago and he only received the sanction because he had failed to document a trip out of state properly. Just want to clarify to everyone that I'm 11 months sober. I see there was news out there. I had to spend time in jail for a DUI, but this was from the original offense years ago. I did get a recent sanction because I didn't document a recent trip out of the state properly. So why would the charge be for a DUI now? It was probably a DUI then. And they just reported it as a DUI. So it's, it's almost kind of like a... To me, like sanction is kind of just like another fancy word for like he had an outstanding warrant. And gotcha. so they finally got him on the warrant. And so that's what his warrant was for. So we believe that he didn't revert to like uh, Duffy bags. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Duff daddy. <laughs> that took me a second. <laughs> I'm doing this ghost over tonight, guys. It took me a second. <laughs> Oh, God. Last question before we go to court. CM Punk breaks out the the title belt out of the bag and he spray paints over the E. Love it. Thoughts. So, what does it say? All? No, AX. AXW. Oh, AX. (laughs) What does the X stand for? Extreme? Straight straight edge, baby. Oh, Nelly. Yeah, man. I enjoyed the promo. Yeah. It was, it's, it felt a little disconnected because he was saying like, he went back to like, I'm straight edge and I'm better than you. And then, you know what I mean? Like it was a little disconnected. It was kind of heelish in the promo, but I enjoyed it. The, so only, thing, the only thing that makes me a little confused is how all of a sudden that just because like he says the championship means something that all of a sudden like Ricky Starks wants that one instead of the actual championship. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know he kind of played it off. Like I deserve everything that you have. Like half of yours is mine because I beat you twice and all that stuff. But like, oh, I don't, I don't know. Or just because CM Punk says I never lost this and this is the real championship. I'm, and he did pull out. I'm the real world champion. I love Ric Flair in ninety. Um, it's just like all of a sudden, like just because CM Punk says something, now all of a sudden I'm gonna need to want this belt. Like that's gonna mean something. Would it have been more impactful if he had done that when he first came back? Yeah, like he was carrying a bag around, and we all knew it was in the bag the entire time. But when he first came back, wouldn't it have been a little bit more impactful, right? But the thing, I guess, but he, he, I, we all knew that he was going to end up winning the actual belt anyway. So, like now that, I guess it does kind of make the other one seem like. I mean, you had, uh no, wait, is, is oh, when the, he first came back from injury. Never mind, I apologize. Never mind, I, I got confused. Is the end game so this belt is on collision? Like, is that what they're trying to do? Might be. It's just, it's weird, man, because now, like, you're kind of taken away from MJF doing this thing, and, like, those two don't really have anything to do with each other at this point, you know? Well, here's the thing. MJF was just on collision. Yeah. So, 
Look, guys, Phil Phil knows what's best for wrestling. Okay, I agree. Agreed. Phil Raya? No, 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 no. Pepsi <laughs> Man. <laughs> Pepsi Man, Phil. Uh, I I don't. I don't know, man. The, the, like the real, you're the real, like the 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 world champion of the promotion is in a tag in a in a bromance tag team. And then he's over here on collision saying he's the real world champion, but he's already lost clean in a singles match and a tag match. I think the bigger story for me is the fact that he spray painted over the E. He made some pretty fun references there too, where he's like, because I'm a, I'm a grown up or how do you say he's like, I'm an adult. Like he made some pretty fun, pretty fun references that I think we're, we're very well, well placed within his promo. Cause I think I, I, I don't, they can't be that blind to the fact that the real money is going to be punk and FTR against the elite, right? That's where the money is. Right. So people yeah. want to fucking see. We went through all this drama and nonsense and bullshit. Like, if you, it, Collision's been an unbelievable show to watch. It's a great wrestling show. And if we're going to help, you know, if Collision does well, then maybe Dynamite does well. It just seems like it makes sense. Like, why wouldn't this turn into a thing? You're talking about the elite versus FTR and Yes. Punk. So I, I agree with you. I just feel like, and I'm sure this can be like reverted just like that, but I feel like the further away we get away from it, the less interest I have in actually, actually seeing it. And now as a match, yes, I will, I'll see that any time of the day, any time of the week. But in terms of like the actual story, like the, the further away we get from it, the less I find myself thinking about it. So like they could easily change that with the drop of a hat, obviously, but if it, I, how, when are they going to do it? A year? Six months? Wembley? Like, when are they, like, like when is it going to ha- Like, I just need to know. Tell me! <laughs> well, why do you need to know, though? Follow the breadcrumbs. Follow the bread club? Sure. <laughs> no, yeah, definitely follow the bread club. Follow the breadcrumbs. Like, if this, like, he could have put the X anywhere on the title, right? But he went right over the E for well, elite. Well, the, e, the E's in the center. In the center, yeah. But it's like, a, it's a double, like, let's, let's I, work, like... I got more out of what Kevin said. Like I'm the only adult in the room. I got that as more, as more of a breadcrumb than painting over the E. Yeah, I think they're both crumbs. Yeah, crumby crumb. Yeah, a lot of crumbs. So we're yeah. good. Suck them up. Okay. <laughs> if I don't like it's like the real world championship CM Punk against Ricky Starks next Saturday. Like, oh, come on. Yeah. Yeah. Another meaningless that. belt. <laughs> Love it. Classic AEW. It's got an X on it. <laughs> <laughs> new jack new jack approved uh kate had a great line that we bypassed the impact play is cm punk <laughs> oh if you know you know iwk iw no iwk yeah iwk iwk no it's iykyk it's not if no. you know, if you know. No, that's what it is. Wicked. <laughs> if you know, if you know, you know. So it's IYK, IYK, YK. That's it. Y2K. Yep, that too. <laughs> JTG. You lost me. Uh, let's right, thank well, our Patreons. Look at this. Two fucking great minds thinking alike here. Guys. <laughs> If you are listening to this show, right, first of all, please take the time, rate, review, subscribe, wherever you're listening to this show.
Uh, Spotify is a cool thing where if you're listening on Spotify, there's actually uh, like uh, a little gimmick where you can uh, answer a question or leave a comment on uh, the most recent episode. So any replies definitely help out the algorithm. Uh, the more action we see on Spotify, the better for the podcast. And it introduces us to a whole new audience. If you're part of that audience and you're not a Patreon, you got to check this fucking shit out, guys. Patreon got slumped by words and stuffs. Patreon.com slash Wizards Podcast. For as little as a dollar a month, you can support the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. Kevin, Handsome Kevin's corpsing. KJG is just bewildered, bewilderingly staring at the screen, wondering, why do I do a podcast with this stuttering mumbling bumbling idiot and tony's left he's in vacation mode he is gonzo three dollars a month gets you all the bonus content handsome kevin kjg and the fucking note master fucking mean fucking note nate fucking brendan they sat down and they banged out two awesome patreon shows so that's available at the three dollar level and you get every single episode we've ever done of bonus content endless Endless amounts of bonus content. Five bucks a month will plug your social media and we throw you up on this cool screen where everyone in YouTube land and uh, Twitter and wherever you're watching this can see. $10 a month, we're going to do we do the, the monthly drawing and that's kind of been on hold while we re, reformat our Patreon, but it's coming back in September. So fucking strapping kids. At this time, let's thank Kathy Hummer, Manny Kratzo, Danny Russinello, at not Danny Russ on the Twitter machine, Kate Hensler, at Miss Kate Fabe. 81 i don't fucking know macarifo at uh, who that matt 81 on the twitter machine maybe uh thomas cops at high five tom he's doing stuff brendan haney at irish misfit ryan schlong at mark Order pod uh mike peterson at lol mike peterson kevin Rowe. why is kevin Rowe? i gotta really fix this kevin Rowe. he's part of the podcast he's part of the wizards he's a mid carter and a legend son of a bitch michael hammond david henry bauer the third william mercier jr at W Mercier Jr. on the Twitter machine. Special thanks to them and everybody else that supports us on the Patreon. You want to sign up and you want to check us out. Right, guys? Right. Right. I had like a absolutely doing that. It was great. I loved it. I don't know what happened. Well, I, 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 I gotta get I gotta get myself ready for court here. So I'm gonna step out for a moment. All right. Oh man, we are getting in the wrestlers court this is a very serious serious situation we have here matt it is i couldn't find uh i can't say i couldn't find i didn't get a chance to ask my wife to tie my tie so i am <laughs> i'm just going in like this um but you uh we're gonna... you earned it it's casual it's casual court day is it casual nelly come on man i just got the cat hair out of my mouth that you put there and it's casual cat day casual court Oh, good. The fucking dog's barking outside now. Kevin, how was your... Uh, let's, you know what? I want to do this. Hold on. What's up? Since these fucking assholes are never... They, they never leave. What does this chud have behind him, Kevin? Let's look at his figure collection. Oh, what an asshole. <laughs> hey, come on! I can't what? see it. Uh, there you go. I see ultimates, here? but I can't make out which ones they are. I see a no-holds-barred on the right. Yeah. I can't see shit. There's a mankind next to it. There's two mankinds next to it. Okay. Mankind, I see the old bard. Is that a 
is that a Liz and Savage on on the right hand side of his chair? If you no, yes, yes. yeah, yep. And there's um, looks like there's some Galoob WCWs above the Ultimates. Oh dear lord! <laughs> boy, oh boy, oh boy! I fucking love it. I love it. That's very professional today. Ah. Should, should I? Uh, are we ready? Should I go get the judge? You guys got the wanna... judge. You got the judge. Now the, the, the production is actually pretty good. I do not have an animated open yet for this, but uh, we do have uh, we do have our theme music. If you'd uh, like for me to play it, actually, I think we need to switch this up because Matt is the, uh, the prosecutor, right? Handsome Kevin's the defense attorney. I think we're ready. All right, let me go get the judge. I'll be right back. In the meantime, let's do this. What you are witnessing is real. Two professional wrestling fans have stepped forward to represent opposing sides in what has been deemed a crime against wrestling. One will attempt to prove that the alleged crime is a blight on the business and should be found guilty. The other will attempt to defend and argue innocence. Both parties have agreed to have this dispute settled by the Honorable Judge Tony. In this forum, the Wizards Court! Uh, The judge is going to be on his way in in a second. We just want everybody to uh, make sure they're ready. Don't all talk at once. I'm ready. I know I didn't. My wife. I told Kevin before. I get my. I forgot to ask my wife to tie my tie, so I'm going at it like this. Okay. All right. All rise. The Honorable Judge Tony now entering the courtroom. Gentlemen, you may be seated. Okay, uh, KJG, since you are the bailiff today, can you please let me know what uh, what the matter is in front of the court this evening? What? The matter before the court, the reason why we're here. It says it on the bottom of the screen. Jesus oh, Christ. Where's this court? The people versus XPW. <laughs> All right, I'll take appearances. Who's representing the people this evening? Uh, that would be uh, me, Your Honor, Matt Bowman. From the Shining Wizards Wrestling Podcast. And representing the defendants? That is me, Your Honor, Handsome Kevin. Okay, and uh, and what's the charge this evening? Why are we here? What's the issue? <sighs> the well, wrestling industry has been tarnished by this so-called wrestling promotion run by uh, hoodlums and uh, criminals uh, bringing their filth into uh, an industry that's meant to entertain by uh, bringing in just disgusting, unnecessary acts uh, that don't belong in a wrestling ring, let alone in any form of entertainment. So officially, the charge is that XPW is a blight on the wrestling industry? I mean... Yes, Your Honor. Okay. Um, Mr. HK... If I can call you that, um, any any opening statement in the defense of XPW? Yeah, Your Honor, I, I think that 
there's going to be a lot of uh, things said and thrown out there. Like uh, the uh, <laughs> the other attorney just said, he's calling names already, uh, being a little bit slanderous. Uh, but what I will say, and I, what I'd encourage you to remember, uh, is wrestling is a form of art, and there is beauty in all art. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder, Your Honor. Well, I mean, I think that's a fair enough statement in life in general, uh, Mr. HK, but I don't know if it'll necessarily apply here. That all depends on what the uh, the uh, the people are going to present. Uh, Mr. Matt, do you have anything that you'd like to present to the court at this time? I would, Your Honor. Uh, through the wonderful magic of the Wayback Machine known as the Internet, I have three instances I would like to bring to the court's attention. Okay, whatever you're uh, we ready, are here Because we're professional wrestling fans. We all enjoy the sport of professional wrestling. Uh, as one Colt Cabana would say, the art of wrestling. I've been a professional wrestling fan and an attorney for a very long time. And I've seen many. I've seen Harlem sewer, sewer matches. I've seen Nightstick on the Pole matches. But XPW... They have made the list of things I never thought I'd see in a match. Uh, Your Honor, I give you June 29th, 2002, the Raw Sewage Match. Yes, sir. This is a thing. Uh, and for those not familiar, XPW was around at the beginning of the 2000s, and then they just recently returned. Um, yep, yeah, there were uh, a, a woman. Uh, who was involved in the match, held up a, a sign, Rape Me GQ. I'm sorry, did you say Rape Me? Uh, yes, Your Honor. This is and, this is a woman who was involved in the match. She had a sign that said Rape Me GQ. And who's GQ? Uh, GQ Money would be the wrestling rapist, apparently, sir. Allegedly. Oh, so there was a wrestling rapist in XPW. Uh Yes. Okay, I'm sorry, continue. Allegedly. Uh, And their opponent was Angel, who at the time was a homosexual. uh... Excuse me, Your Honor. The Alexa decided to play War Pigs. Excuse me. Alexa, off, please. Very embarrassing, Your Honor. My apologies. It's technology. Uh, We understand. Yes, so there was the raw sewage match that took place in an XPW ring. We had the uh, XPW attacking the ECW wrestlers at Heat Wave 2000. Okay, is this the same incident? This is the same. No, these are several incidents, Your Honor. My apologies. Okay, so this is incident number two. Yes, sir. Okay. Uh, incident number took, two. I'm sorry. Did you what, did you say where this took place, or you haven't gotten there yet? Uh, I, I did not, sir. This took place at uh, ECW pay-per-view uh, Heat Wave 2000, which, if my memory serves me correct, was in August of 2000. Let's make sure I have the proper date. Where EC, uh, XPW fans, this, uh, not fans, it was July, I'm sorry. Okay. Very disorganized over here, Your Honor. This is embarrassing. And so uh, what, I mean, this is an ECW event. What did XPW, ECW have to do with event, this? Uh, they decided to purchase some ringside seats and uh, used their uh, hard-earned money instead of possibly going a separate route, not trying to be the next uh, ECW and create their own brand to attack the performers that represented Extreme Championship Wrestling. 
Now you say attack. Were they involved in the show? Was this? They was were not this... involved in the show, Your Honor. They went over the guardrail and were grabbing and throwing, uh, throwing haymakers at at the wrestlers performing under the Extreme Championship Wrestling banner. Okay, and you said you had a third uh, a third instance that you wanted to present. I do, sir. Uh, this took place in March, uh, March twenty fifth, twenty twenty three. XPW has returned. And I don't this is very graphic, Your Honor, so I don't know how to say this and I don't mean to use foul language. So I'll do my best to describe this to the court and the people uh listening. There was a wrestler known as the body, and there was a specific incident where he took a syringe and used uh that syringe was used to um penetrate his male genitalia in the middle of wrestling ring as part of a match so in the course of a match this this wrestler that you called the body he did what now uh there was a there was a uh what we call in wrestling a spot sir where uh a syringe was used as a weapon uh, perhaps maybe to stab an individual in the head or another body part. Well, this uh, particular syringe was used to push through this individual's uh, male genitalia. Okay, so let me ask you a few questions. This raw sewage match, was there anything else that happened in the match other than this woman holding up a sign that said, rape me? Uh, hold on, I'm looking it up. My apologies. Well, let me ask you this, too. Is there anything necessarily wrong with holding up a sign um, that, that says something, you know, however you want to term it, rape me? Is there anything wrong with that? Yeah, what is inherently wrong about that, that you would bring that up as one of your three points of uh, contention? It's not. I know, I know they're XPW and I know the X is for extreme, but I mean, that is. But in general, wouldn't you say that that's a freedom of speech issue? And not necessarily a despicable act for a wrestling for an entertainment show. Well, I mean, XPW did say was what did it stand for? The X was it extreme? extreme. Yes. Okay, uh, would that necessarily be an extreme act to have a sign that says something like "rape me"? I believe so. Yes, that's a, that's a crime in many states, sir. Are are children at these shows? Uh, from what I can gather from the uh, pictures, yes, it looks like there are children here. Are these shows advertised as adults only? In other, like, no. Are, so, XPW, now, is XP, so XPW is actively letting children into these shows, these, these wrestling matches. Yes. Okay. Uh, there's also apparently a spot where uh, there was a pool. Uh, there was a bump taken uh, off the top of a crane into a pool pool full of feces i'm sorry what is a bump i'm sorry there was a uh the 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 two wrestlers jumped off of a very tall scaffold into a pool full of feces thus making it a raw sewage match but is that just not wrestling i mean isn't that just part of the spectacle of wrestling a pool full of feces, Your Honor. I'm asking you. You seem to be the expert on uh, what's, uh, you know, like what what is inappropriate. So I'd like to know why you'd argue this. I think a pool full of, uh, excuse my language, shit is disgusting. 
But is it not part of the show? Was this show advertised as having a, a match with a pool of feces? I mean, a raw sewage match. Was there anything else in the raw sewage besides feces? Well, I mean, I'm sure there was. So this is this is not necessarily false advertising. You're correct, Your Honor. It's not false advertising. Okay. And this gentleman, the body, is he somebody that we would know? I don't know. Like, I mean, is he like is he like a a Hulk Hogan or? or no, he's not on nowhere near the level of Hulk Hogan. This this um, syringe through the genitalia was the height of his career. Uh, and who who was involved in this in this match as well? I mean, clearly he wasn't doing this to himself. No, he was not, sir. It's the body and God damn it. Language in the courtroom, please. Sorry, Your Honor. My apologies. My apologies. It was big, big effing Joe. Do we know what the effing stands for? Language, Your Honor. I can't. I, can't, I don't think I can say it in the court. All right, that's that. That's fair enough. Thank you for your points, uh, Mr. Matt. Uh, Mr. Well. Mr. HK. Um, yes. Your adversary makes three points. I want to uh, go through them with you. Uh, let Let's start. Let's start with his second point. July two thousand XPW. What was the purpose of them buying tickets for this ECW wrestling show? Well, in order to answer that, Your Honor, I'd like to point to another instance of this happening, and that would be ECW uh, going to the WWE event, uh, King of the Ring, nineteen ninety five. Uh, they did that in, in order to garner more attention on their product. Uh, I do believe that uh, imitation is the sincerest form of flattery, and I do believe that that was the point. Objection. What grounds? It's incorrect information. All right. I'll, I'll, I'm going to overrule the objection, but I will ask some follow-up questions of Mr. HK. Uh, Mr. HK, this uh, what was the event? King King of the Ring '95. I believe it was King of the Ring '95. I, okay, I, could, what, I could be inaccurate there, but it, it wasn't a, a WWE event in which ECW had shown up. Okay, so the ECW wrestlers bought tickets to this event. Yes. And what was the purpose of them being present at this event? To garner more eyes on their on their product. And was WWF involved at all with the uh, with the appearance of these ECW uh, wrestlers? It it is believed that there there was a level in, of involvement by WWE at the time. So yeah. it was part of the show for them to be present at this event. Yes. So necessarily, this isn't the same situation that Mr. Matt brought up with XPW's appearance. It is. It is similar but different, Your Honor. All right. Uh, let's go to this raw sewage match. Was this match properly advertised before the show took place? I do believe so. What's the purpose of having a raw sewage match? Uh, well, your honor, it is the X and XPW. It is extreme. It is there to, when you go, when you buy a ticket to an XPW show, when you buy the XPW event, you are, there's a level of expectation uh, to be that far over the top and that far, I mean, almost stomach turning in, in some aspects. Uh, but there are still people that are buying those tickets and purchasing those events. I'm sorry, Bill, if I, I need to ask you a question, do you do you think of the word extreme as a stomach turning event? Would that would that even pop into your head? 
Uh, that's a t- that's a tough question, Your Honor, because I, I'm very familiar with the realm of which they are speaking. So in this case that's presented in front of you today, yes, I would say that extreme in, in, in this case that we are presenting relates to a stomach-turning, uh, gagging-esque, uncomfortable uh, series of events. Yes, Your Honor. Interesting. Uh, Mr. HK, l- uh, let me ask you in follow-up, what is the purpose what is the strategy? What is the end game of a raw sewage match? Does it factor into the decision? Is this a pinfall match? Is the is the concept to try to get your opponent into the raw sewage? So it is. It is my understanding that that is in fact the the end game. Get your opponent into the raw sewage. Who is involved in this raw sewage match? Do we know, uh, Mister Matt? If you have that information, that would be helpful. I do. Sorry. Just close the window, Your Honor. The raw sewage match. Well, with raw sewage, I would hope we'd want to open the windows. Ah, very funny. Uh, it was the altar boys, altar boy Luke and altar boy Matthew. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It was not. My apologies. It was not the altar boys. I'm sorry. My apologies. God damn it. Load. Excuse me, I was going to say, I know altar boy Luke personally, and I don't think he would involve himself in a match of that caliber. Uh, it was Angel and Lizzie Borden against GQ Money and Veronica Kane. There were women involved in this match? Yes, women who worked in the uh, pornography industry, Your Honor. Well, we're not going to discriminate against what they do for a living, but I, I am curious as to why these four participants would even take in, uh, take part in something like this. Uh, Mr. It's H- extreme, sir. It's extreme. Uh, l- listen, save, save the comments. Save the comments. Um... Mr. HK, tell me about the wrestler that that is called the Body. Well, my my knowledge of the uh, the Body is not intimate, uh, as as far as background or anything like that goes. I am familiar with the the incident in which uh, uh, Mr. Mr. Bowman here did present. So, what is the purpose of having a needle jabbed into your into your genitalia? Was this part of the match? Was this a, a, a stab someone with in the genitalia with a needle match? Not, not to my knowledge, Your Honor. I, I I do believe that in the the spot in the match, it was it was strictly for entertainment purposes. Entertainment purposes, and these are adults at this show, correct? That is correct. Now, now he did say that there was children in the audience, but I do I do want to remind you that uh, that is a uh, parenting situation. That is not an XPW situation. Have you are you familiar with the history of the needle in the genitals spot? Is is this a thing that has occurred in wrestling before? Not not before, to my knowledge, and not since, to my knowledge. Mister Mack, can you give us information on that? Uh, on what, Your Honor? I'm sorry. If uh, the needle to the genitalia is a uh, spot that's been done before in professional wrestling. Uh, to my research, sir, this is the first time anything uh, like this has happened. Okay. All right. Thank you. Uh, Mr. HK, I asked you follow-up questions to uh, what Mr. Matt presented. Uh, I'll be allowing you to uh, present anything in your defense at this point. Uh, so the only things I, I really have to say is, is not only should they not be being prosecuted right now, the talent, the performers, but they should be applauded 
for the lengths in which they are willing to go to provide a form of entertainment. Now, it might be to a niche audience, but it is to an audience nevertheless. Uh, and that that audience is is free to watch, is free not to watch. But there are those out there that are paying money to go to these shows. There are those paying money to to watch these events. And while the entertainment is very very graphic, uh, it is entertainment. Do you really consider this entertainment? I mean, what I'm being presented so far, raw sewage. Uh, needles to genitals, disrupting other shows while uninvited. Uh, Your Honor, I guess I would ask what who gets to determine the line of entertainment. Are there not films out there where you see people getting killed? I mean, is there not uh, entertainment in the, the WWE where we saw a man hung? Was there not entertainment and uh, crucifixion taking place on ECW? There is many different forms of, of entertainment. Now, because this took place in a wrestling ring and not on a movie set, does it separate them? Uh, I, I'm of the belief that the, it does not. Mr. Matt, any response to this, that this is all in the vein of entertainment? I think there's a fine line somewhere in the in the argument that it's entertainment. Um when something is uncomfortable to watch, when you go to a wrestling show uh, and you uh, are expecting to see uh, the performers perform uh, a wrestling match and someone sticks a syringe through a uh, another man's genitals, I don't know. I don't know where the form of entertainment is in that. That seems almost borderline mutilation, uh, and I'm not comfortable with that. That's not something I would want to see. And and honestly, it's a black eye on the professional wrestling industry. Uh, XBW employs the worst of the worst uh, with their wrestlers. Many have ties to Nazis. Um, they are uh, accused. Um, well, we're not really concerned about their political or their their affiliations in that nature. We're more concerned about the product that they show. That I mean, that's my belief. That's why we're here today. So let me ask you this: you say, you say that. <sighs> having having needles in the genitalia you know is something that makes you cringe what about wrestlers who blade themselves constantly what about wrestlers that land in thumbtacks what about less wrestlers that uh cut themselves with barbed wire or broken glass things of that nature isn't this just an extension of what wrestling is what xpw is doing you could argue that case, but in none of those situations you mentioned, I never saw a performer's genitals. I think if you go to a wrestling show, you uh, are signing up to see wrestling, not uh, the performer's genitalia. I'm going to open the floor to my bailiff. Uh, bailiff, do you have any questions for either Mr. Matt or Mr. HK? Uh, no, no questions per se, but I will like to say, going back to how I, I did mention how there is some sort of how handsome Kevin, defense attorney, mentioned there is some level of expectations when you go to see a show uh, that has the term extreme in it. And while I did say that extreme does give you the sense that you will be seeing some gut wrenching, vomit inducing um, events, in no way would I ever put showing genitalia in the same category as extreme that is beyond extreme. That is something that extreme does not cover. So I just want to make that point known that while I do agree with uh, the defense attorney in terms that you will see some nasty things, I do believe that genitalia does not 
uh, fall under the umbrella of extreme. It is just, um, uh, I don't know, what's the next, you know, word above extreme. No, that's okay. Your point's taken. Uh, Mr. HK, I I open the floor to you. Um, My bailiff does make a good point. Exposing genitals at a wrestling show, is this something that is not extreme? Is it too extreme? Well, the the question of is it too extreme, that's, I mean, who holds that that answer? In this this case, it's you. Uh, But showing genitals is again in the in the confines of the show if, if, I, might, if, if I might just jump back in here real quick um it just to me it just goes beyond the level of expectations of going to see any sort of uh wrestling show mm-hmm. that has the word extreme it, it exceeds the level of expectation that's all and there there is a level ex- expectation for those fans that are coming to XPW shows. And there isn't a level of expectation for those fans buying XPW shows to provide the most extreme and over-the-top entertainment. And that is what we're doing. Fair enough. Uh, If either one of you would like to make any further points, if not, I would open the floor to uh, for uh, closing arguments. But if anyone would like to make a point now, please let me know. Any further points? I'm good, Your Honor. I'm terrible at this. I appreciate you taking the time to listen to me. Uh, Mr. HK, any 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 further points, or would you like to make your closing statement? I think uh, I can go ahead and make my closing statement. Okay, floor is yours, sir. And And I think, again, it's just so important for us to remember that this is entertainment. This is art. And while it is niche, it is for somebody. There are those out there that are looking forward to XPW shows. There are those out there looking forward to buying XPW events. And there are those that are looking forward to XPW going even further uh, in lengths of uh, being extreme in, in so many different aspects. Now, we, we aim to provide that. And because we are professional wrestling, I think that we are held to a different standard. But at the same time, it is professional wrestling. It is entertainment. It is art. Thank you, Mr. HK. Mr. Matt, your closing statement. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, I'd like I'd like everybody to look at the um, situations I presented to the court today. Um, I think there's a fine line between entertainment and just uh, unprofessional wrestling. Um, it's a very niche uh, community, so. Uh, in the example, if I was a professional wrestler and somebody saw XPW and then I told them I'm a wrestler, they would instantly associate me with this. And I don't think that is fair to the wrestling community. Um, I respect the fact that there's people out there who do want to spend their money on this. I just don't agree with them spending their money on this. It's vile. It's disgusting. Uh, it's not something that should take place inside of a wrestling ring. Uh, it's it's downright just mind-numbing i mean think of the children people think of the children god forbid your child sees a man stick a syringe through his genitalia there's no don't try this at home on an xpw show it's dangerous it's dangerous to the wrestling community and it's dangerous to the children all right gentlemen thank you for your time i will uh leave now and i'll come back with my decision what do we do while you're gone oh god uh, talk to uh, talk to KJG. Wow, Pon- pontificate about what you guys argued.
I'll be back. Uh, I feel, I'm terrible at this, uh, KJG. I don't think you're as bad as you think you are. Uh, I feel like I'm fucking my eyes up. This was uh, both presented arguments. Uh, <laughs> it was uh, that was good. Um, if I had a vote, I'll wait till I'll wait till after the judge makes his decision. I oh, think yeah, the judge is gonna make his decision. Yeah, the I judge is gonna play the decision. fucking entertainment card. You fucking chud. Well, let's be honest, Matt. I am not pro XBW, but I am pro winning the case, and that's that's the only leg that that's the only leg I have to stand on. Yeah, enjoy being lumped in with the XPW performers. And I, I don't I don't disagree with everything I said either. I think that's fucking important to, to think. That's important. Oh, God. I'm like a fucking mumbling, stumbling, tongue-tied idiot. I don't know why I'm the guy. I don't want to represent the people next month. Somebody else do it. Okay. I, I mean, I guess it's my turn, but I don't, I, I'm not the biggest fan of this gimmick either. It's not that I just need to. I need a better. I need to. I need to do a better job defending, uh, representing the people. I need a case I can sink my teeth into. I'll get. I'll get a good case for next. Yeah, I got. I got, these, I got a couple. I got a couple. I got, all these, I got all these cases over here, and I'm not happy with what I got on my right. And the left is looking a little like I could use something over here. I like that. Something I can sink my teeth into. I'll get you something you can sink your teeth into. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, what's with the chat? Is all like think of the children shit. Like, really? Oh, Molly Rogue, seriously? <laughs> she's, in fucking, she's in. She's paying. She's she's gets paid to say this shit. I, I, I believe that. I believe that the judge is um ready to return. Do I have that correctly? Shake your head, yes or no, judge. If you're oh, yeah, it's I, fine. You guys, you you guys. Don't I was gonna do that. I was gonna do. Please rise for your honorable. All right, all right. defense counsel. The people, please rise. Honorable Judge Donk is coming back. Make All right, you can all be seated. Thank, oh, you. thank you. Thank you. Please be seated. Also with you. I don't think the judge has to stand. No, well, the judge is the judge is supposed to leave the courtroom and then come back in, and that's when everybody stands as the judge leaves, and then they stand when the judge comes back in. Same with the jury. When the jury's seated, everybody rises for the jury. Same thing. It's professional courtesy. Um, all right. Having heard both sides of the argument, I will commend both of you on a job well done. I, uh, I don't think it's an easy task. And I know that, uh, some of you were uh, mumbling and stumbling and complaining that you did guys didn't do a good job, but I want to just let you both know that I think you both did an excellent job. This was not an easy case to argue. Um, I do, I do tend to agree with uh, the defense counsel, Mr. HK. He made several salient points about how wrestling is entertainment. Entertainment is in the eye of the beholder. Um, however, there are situations in the world where not everything is necessarily in the eye of the beholder. We do have standards, we do have practices, and we do have restrictions. Um, this court cannot get past the fact that we had a spot. Uh, you know, we can accept the raw sewage, we can accept trying to make a name for yourself, but inserting inserting needles into genitalia in a crowd especially where children are present is just beyond the scope of what this court considers to be entertainment and uh and quite honestly uh, good taste it's a despicable act i don't know if there's anything more that goes to it 
However, entertainment like this just does not have a place in professional wrestling. Does that mean that XPW need necessarily disappear forever and not be a part of the landscape of professional wrestling? No, the court does not hold that way. However, what was what was put in front of this court and what was argued, I think the court has no no problems, no qualms hanging its hat on hypodermic needles inserted in genitalia having no no place in this business. Uh, like I said, and I do reiterate, this court is not finding that XPW does not have this place in the, biz- in the business. However, XPW, as presented, has been found guilty of being a blight on the professional wrestling business. Thank you, gentlemen, for your arguments. And uh, see you next time on uh, the Wizards Court. Yada, yada. Thank you, Your Honor. Uh, court is adjourned. You all may rise. Or Do I have to rise? I get my knees really fucking. No, I don't me. think you have to rise. Uh, sit, everyone. The, uh, we wait for Tony to come back. I mean, to come in. He's, he's, he always misses wrestlers' court. It's weird, right? Happens. He always misses it. It's crazy. He always misses wrestlers' court. And he always misses magenta. I don't know how that works. Right? That's so. That's a great point, Kevin. I never even realized that. It's he's a. He he must have. He, he, first, he must hate the legal the system. Fucking children! My the hair fucking... sucks. I don't know what happened. I I leave for a little while and then my hair starts. Yeah. So you hate out. the legal system and you hate luchadors. I don't. I don't understand. I mean, look. It it, it comes down to it comes and down to like children. it comes down to obscenity. It's like you know you know it when you see it. You can make arguments for a lot of the stuff that Matt brought up, like raw sewage, ha ha. You know, you can you can gimmick something like that. You can be like, oh, look at them. They're rolling around in shit and whatever. I mean, we've had hog pen matches, you know, slop matches, buckets, everything. Lord knows what was actually in those. Spirit Squad got feces dumped on them. Yeah, but like you you can understand that like, oh, it, it was feces. It's kind of hard to understand needle in the dick. You know what I'm saying? Stuff what? like there's that. A dick, there's a needle. Bam understand it i i understand the concept and and i think the big thing is that there were there there's kids at these shows these shows were not necessarily that is not that is not xpw's problem that is the parents right, no, so it's... no wait hold on tony yeah. so let's put let's put this out let's say there are no kids in the stand whipping your junk out in front of a group of people in public is also a crime so this this while it's in the confines of an entertainment show one can make the case that if this was outside the, the realm of an entertainment show even if it, even if someone can make the case that even inside, if I'm watching this show and I'm uncomfortable, I'm like that dude just fucking sexually harassed me, showing me his junk. I could easily be like, this is not entertainment anymore. Were you sexually harassed when Jacqueline or anybody else exposed their boobs on WWE TV? Yep, I wasn't there. I wasn't even there. I wasn't there. It was, it was Owen. <laughs> the, the bottom line is, dude, it's a fucking, it's a hypodermic needle. It's the hypodermic needle in the dick, like. That's just fucking obscene. That's not even extreme. That's obscene. That is uh, the lengths that, that he is willing to go for the entertainment. This is the same guy I watched vomit seven times in a six-minute match with Schlack and just fucking having re- retarded things done to him for no apparent reason. And I'm okay. The court is okay. You want to hit yourself with a glass tube over the head knock yourself the fuck out. It's a needle well, in the dick, dude. It's hard. It's hard to argue against that. What 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 is a Jacob Slatter yeah, piercing? You can compare it to a, a bunch of needles in the dick. Yeah, but they're not doing that in the public eye. I mean, I'm sorry. Is there is there an AWF show that you're on where there's a Jacob Slatter dick piercing match? 
You're the only <laughs> one out of us. You're the only one out of the four of us who's involved. Like you are, you you get involved in wrestling matches. You you would be lumped in with these heathens. It's yeah, dude. It's re- listen. I was with you, HK, but it's really hard to argue. Needle in the dick is fucking entertainment. Come God, on, man. Think of the it's children. Before. All right, enough with the children, dude. Look at the look at movies that are out there. Far more disturbing than a just a needle in the dick. Yeah, but a movie has a rating, and they've got some fatso who takes tickets who says, "Sorry, you're not of age. You can't go see this movie." MAW has a TV MA rating. But but HK, to your point, wouldn't that also be a parenting issue? Oh, absolutely. If the kids are watching it, yeah. Yeah. So. So it can't really. If I don't know, man. Like the court, the court was in the car. We're like, let's go to this independent wrestling show over here. And we get there, and like the third match, someone sticks a needle through their dick. I'm gone, bro. Like I didn't sign up for this. You're gonna go to an indie show with with no idea what you're going to. You're gonna no. You're Look, gonna. You know they're gonna put a needle through the dick, bro. Yeah, did I, they advertise that? Like no, that, based based solely on the the posters for the show you you have an idea what you're getting into but you see like you can forgive this last show they said this is a crucifixion match so you know somebody's gonna get crucified like you know that before you even you buy a ticket or gonna throw up in the ring six times it's fucking well, awful but i mean shane douglas did the same thing on fucking tna wrestling so i mean you know but we saw balls mahoney do it at a fucking pws show come on let me ask you this guys was the was the puke work puke or was it just because it was freaking hot as shit and he just fucking threw up because he was fucking dehydrated as shit and he, there, there was a point where he was climbing the ropes or he was leaning up he vomited then he was leaning up against the ropes he was clearly on queer street dude like he he was fucking out of it okay so it could it, you're you're very right if it happened over this past weekend saturday i think saturday was hot as fuck wasn't it saturday, yeah. saturday so if you're hot. in this fucking quinceanera building and they ain't got air conditioning on i can completely understand it but it was. It, I mean, look, it was bad, but that shit was advertised. Like, there's a crucifixion match with the asshole who stuck a needle in his dick. You know what I'm saying? Like, at least you knew what that was. Needle in the dick, bro. Yeah. If they said needle in the dick match and you went there to watch it, okay, now it's on you. Now it's on you. It's on but you. that's fucking rough, dude. And then fucking Shanghai in a show to try to make a name for yourself. I, I I love the analogy, by the way. It was a great effort, but that wasn't even the one that put it over the top. The court was letting that one slide. But All needle right. in the dick is needle in the dick, bro. How do you defend needle in the dick? That's that's my question. You don't. You knew you knew it was coming when we went XPW. Oh, if it was advertised, you know, and like, look, even New Jack trying to kill Vic Grimes, like. You knew that match was going to happen, and you fucking know New Jack. Like, that you can even find a way to weasel out of. But, like I said, needle in the dick is needle in the fucking dick, dude. Now, what if, what if I uh, uh, birth to a hand? Is there any comparison there that you can draw? Because that is, birth to a hand is quite disturbing as well. Well, no, it's right. so non-believable. It's, it's, it's non-believable, but they're also not showing Mae Young's fucking naughty bits. And she's not sneezing really hard yeah. to expel a fucking hand on TV out of her fucking pie hole. I mean, oh, well, I mean, in her age, it'd probably be a cake hole, right? <laughs> Crumb cake hole. Fuck, look. Look. 
Thanks, Kevin. You just made the show extreme. <laughs> this is extreme. No, this this was fun. And listen, if one of you guys want to be the judge next time, I'd be happy to fucking do an argument if you want. Ooh. Ooh. Me? Oh, you, no, one of you guys be the judge. We'll switch it out. I I would love to be the judge. Oh, I don't want to. I don't want to argue again. I'm terrible. Maybe it's got to be a good one. I got to be able to sink my teeth into it. I'll, okay. I'll get one. I'll get one. You can sink your teeth into. So I need to ask. I know Same. in two weeks. I don't want we, your ding dong. You want my ding dong? What? I don't want Kevin HK's ding dong. He keeps what saying. I'll give you now, if we advertised oh, for yeah. next week's show that KJG was going to put a needle in his dick on the show, and you tuned in, that's right. on you. But if Kevin in the middle of the show said, "Hey, everybody, watch this," that that's that's. I would applaud him at the lengths that he went. Yeah. And then yeah. Doink the Clown's music starts playing behind me. <laughs> <laughs> and then he helicopters with the fucking needle in his dick. <laughs> he looks like he put a couple of red noses on his sack. <laughs> Who wants to see puppies? <laughs> God oh damn it. This was fun. You guys yeah. did a great job. I, I don't know what other argument I could have made. I, I really don't. You, listen, you did the best you could. Sometimes it's, it's just not going to work. Needle and dick huh. for the children. For, yeah, th- Matt's like, think of the children. <laughs> it's still real to me, damn it. The children. <laughs> God damn. Hey, it worked. I got the W. Yes, yes, was. you did. I fucking stammered and stuttered through that like an asshole. But you're, you're getting nervous like you don't know who I am, which is really odd. Like when the robe and the wig <laughs> is on, you're just like, holy shit, this is a real judge. <laughs> He really does. No, it's not. My, I just try and use fucking big words, and I'm a fucking idiot. So, <laughs> so it takes longer for my brain to figure out the words that are going to come out of my dumb mouth. God damn. Put this a was a, on, I would have felt better. This is a fucking blast. This was awesome. There this was go. a great time. Uh, we appreciate everybody out there tuning in and supporting the Wizards. Remember, on all platforms, wherever you listen to the Wizards, please subscribe, rate, review. If you're listening to us on Spotify, please subscribe on YouTube. It helps our algorithm. It gets more eyes and ears on the show. We do a pretty good job at doing the show. Uh, next week is going to be an interesting week. Uh, I'm not here. Tony is not here. HK may not be here. Uh, KJG in his porthole is gonna is gonna do his thing. That's right, baby. Flush the format. KJG's in, t- in charge, baby. That might be bringing in Maybe. some sweater meat too, right, Matt? Come on, dude. What's wrong with you? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. Yo, look at the Von Erics. <laughs> Wait, we we should all do this. No, is this the, I, is this, is this the Danny Cage? <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Tony. We actually mean it. Like, we're actually. No, I, don't. I know. No, yeah. <laughs> the diagonal team. <laughs> oh boy, you're gonna want to tune in next week. It's gonna That's be right. something. Hey, where'd the, where'd my titties go? <laughs> oh, come on, man. What's wrong I was shaking them for the people, bro. Where'd the titties go? I don't know. <laughs> Bitch, where the titties go? Oh, you want them titties from Papa John's, baby? <laughs> Good night, Diana. Bye-bye.